0: All right. Welcome, everyone, to this very exciting special event. We're really um, blessed to have Rami Yusuf join us today for a conversation. We're trying to be on time, right? And um, Which is, I know, um, something our community is not really well-practiced at, but we're going to try and do that this time. Um, so Rami has a hard stop at no, 6 o'clock. Um, so... Um, 6.05. 6.05. Okay, sure. cool. Eight, five extra minutes. <laughs> So really blessed to have this conversation. Um, I, you know, uh, Rami has been a stand-up comedian for over a decade. He has a um, he's well known for his the, making the first Muslim American TV sitcom. Um, and come on in, you guys. You, guys you, you just flew right in under the radar, um, and um, has done a lot of really trailblazing work. And um, you know, as we know, like trailblazers. Definitely have a very difficult time. They're out in the woods with the machete, trying to carve a path for the people behind them. And I'm sure that there's a lot of blowback that they get that they probably didn't expect. And so I think that's a really interesting thing that we could, you know, potentially explore. But we're really excited to have conversations here about, you know, some of the really difficult challenges that, um, you know, he has dealt with in his work. Um, you know, here at the Osula Institute, we def- definitely love to talk about challenging issues of you know how to be a um, religious, pious Muslim, um, and navigating the challenges of our day in the modern age. And so I think we have a lot of really interesting grounds to cover. Um, we are going to be really mindful of the time. If you have questions, um, we have some note cards here with pens, and so please just write your questions, and then you can hand them to Ahmed, and then that way we can kind of handle things more efficiently. And with that, I want to just get into the conversation since we are you know, I'm really excited to for this conversation. So thank you so much for joining us, and thank you, Rami. Oh,
1: thanks for having me. Yeah. We're really excited.
0: So I know, actually, let me start by asking, how many people have actually watched um, Rami, the series on Hulu? So most everybody. You. On
2: you. Uh, and HBO. It, oh, thank you. On Hulu. okay. <laughs> stand-up. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Stand and how many people
0: have watched the, um, the stand-up uh, special uh, called Feelings? So fewer people, so that's good to know. So good, I know, yeah, like, data have, yes. yeah.
1: <laughs> they don't give me data, so it's good to know. Oh, okay, yeah,
0: good. Yeah. Well, we actually, you know, we opened it up. Um, we asked people to um, send questions in also, and cool. it was really interesting because, of course, you know, However you feel about it, some people were very passionate, you know, sure, in sure. a good way, and passionate and maybe a not so good way.
1: Yeah, plead with those. Okay. So.
0: <laughs> but I think, you know, it's all good because it really just opens up the conversation. Yeah. And I think that art is such an important, you know, um, vehicle for humanizing, especially Muslims, in this difficult time. And I'm sure that, you know, you have probably received a lot of reactions that you weren't anticipating from the beginning. And uh, it would be wonderful to start with just kind of like what were you thinking when you sort of started this project and then sort of the reaction that you've gotten and maybe some of the surprising things that. Uh,
1: What was I thinking in terms of like uh, audience reaction?
0: Well, like what were you setting out to do when you you were creating?
1: Setting out to do was um, making something that felt spiritually aspirational. Like I I wanted to make something where. I felt like there was always this uh, view when you talk about faith, and this isn't just being Muslim, it's just when you talk about faith uh, in film, it either gets put in a category of uh, people who are bashing it and kind of very against it and kind of, you know, trying to pull away and and using art to kind of say, okay, I'm an artist and, and, you know, I, I don't want to feel... Uh, the oppression, the negativity, the whatever it is that I felt from my religious experience, and so you see that in the characters, you see that in the world, uh, you see that you know from the press about the show to whatever's in the show or the movie. There's that end, and then there's the other end that is uh, it's it's almost like this blown-out version of religion where it's like it's it's literally in heaven with angels and and or or, or it's literally. Um, someone who, who's like this, this, this priest who, who also does cocaine, and, and it's, it's very, like, kind of cartoonish. You know, the, the, was another depiction that I felt uh, is a trope that, I, that I'm watching. Um, and, and, and so it's either people kind of embracing it in this funny, ironic way, or pushing it away completely. And then there's a third category, which is literally called faith-based films, that no one on Earth really wants to watch. Like, like even the people who it's catered to, it's homework, and they're kind of like, yeah, look, we're watching the thing. Like this is exciting, but they're not. No one's excited. No one's happy uh, with that. And so what I wanted to do was make something uh, that was introspective to a character who does believe. Uh, he's actually not even questioning his faith. He's questioning himself. And 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 there's there's what he believes, and then there's what he actually does and the the goal was to show the struggle in that gap between those two things uh, and try and make that as real and as grounded as possible so that when there is something that has spiritual resonance um, it, it can actually sit in, you know, the gravity of it can can, can sit in a balanced environment, in a balanced reality because uh, you've shown certain things that faith-based films would never show because they break the faith uh, but because we do show those things because they are real whether that be sex whether that be drugs whether that be whatever whatever it might be uh we show these real desires in a certain way uh that shows we're not trying to hide them so that when we do talk about things that are spiritually sound and, and sit in that uh, i think it sits in, in a reality that um makes it all feel real you know makes it all feel Um, like it's not preachy, like it's kind of coming from a grounded place. And, and so for me that, that was the, um, the approach that I wanted to take, the thing that I, that I wanted to have, um, that, that I felt I I hadn't seen.
0: I think, I mean, I wanted to start by saying, you know, like we, we watched the, sh- the show, and to be honest, to be, you know, real, real yes, talk, right? Yes, yes, we yes. watched the first episode and we were like,
3: <gasps> yeah, okay, yeah. I don't know
0: if we can watch the rest of it. So sure. we kind of like paused. And then yeah, Sharif watched the whole thing and we said, you know what, it's, it's really good. You know, like the first part is really shocking. Sure. Um, but you know then, um, and I think we... that's a,
1: the right way to do it I, because I think it's <laughs> I do think it's a family show, but I think that everyone in the family should watch it separately. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think we that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know because we have people in, you know like we have our kids are in two generations, so we've got you know a thirty year old and we've got a fourteen year old, so it's yeah. like totally different. Um, but you know when when we watched it again in preparation for this talk. You know, looking back on it, it was really brilliant because I think that you know we were saying like most shows kind of start and ramp you up and shock you at the end, and this one sort of shocks you in the beginning and then pulls you in, and I think that the way that um, you know, especially in this community, you know, one of the big issues that certainly we talk about here is hypocrisy, and I think that the, the show is like very powerful in presenting you know hypocrisy in a very you know interesting and entertaining way um, that makes you think. You know, and it's not necessarily, um, I know you've gotten a lot of criticism about, you know, it's like, oh, you're not representative, you know, when you're doing this show. Mm -hmm. But I think that art is really intended to make people think, and for Muslims particularly, I feel like our priority is to humanize. And that, you know, you've done an amazing job in presenting characters that don't fall into the good Muslim, bad Muslim trope. But it's like, there's no one that's all good and no one that's all bad, but everybody's kind of struggling, you know. And that, I think, is a really beautiful human experience. So... um, but I don't mean to, so I just wanted to say you know I think that if if nothing else, you know I know it sparked a lot of conversations yeah. in the community,, yeah. and I think that that in itself is extremely valuable because most people don't want to talk about these kinds of yeah, 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 you know? yeah and um, and the last thing that was sort of um, you know when we when I was kind of getting over the shock of oh my God, how could he have done this yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Sharif, actually, who's very much into art and, you know, all of that was saying, you know, listen, you can't really make a show that's very nuanced and very sort of quiet. You kind of have to shock people, otherwise people are going to miss it. Yeah. And I think I'm sure that you've gotten a lot of reaction. I'd love to know about kind of how, like, maybe with some of the blowback that you got that you weren't expecting or just kind of the things that...
1: Um, you know. There's nothing that's been said that I wasn't expecting. I mean, I, I mean there was scenes in the first episode that I was shooting them, and I was like, man, I can't believe this is... We're going to actually show this to people. You know, like, I, I there's a constant um, feeling of, like, guilt and anxiety and while you're making it. Because it's, like, it's, that's the whole point of the show. It's, like, I'm, it's, it's it's, not a, a, a factual play-by-play of my life. Certainly things are dramatized. But the emotions are totally, like, yeah, that's how I feel. You know, I feel very torn. But, um even there's something even to the filmmaking process that's interesting you you only make one episode up top and then you find out if you're going to get to make all 10 mm-hmm. so y- you got to put it all out on on the yeah. table that first one too because you, it's going to be watched by a bunch of people and um there's a difference between like selling out in order to get a show and a difference between taking a risk mm-hmm. and i really thought about that with every scene and with everything and and i had my lines as to what it was that i i knew i couldn't cross and 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 the the rule for the first episode was the same rule for all ten it'll be the same rule for all the episodes we make which was that i didn't want to make fun of the religion that's not really that's not what i feel it's not mm-hmm. it's not what we need <laughs> it's not like we can't be critical in how it's being practiced but like that that's not my job. That's not what I want to do. I want to be introspective, and so I wanted to put out scenes and make things. And we talked about this a lot. And and you know, my creators who I made things with uh, pushed me to think about things in certain ways. And I was like, Nah, man, I couldn't do that. And then and then you think about it, and 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 there's a lot of things that I got pushed to that I never did, and then the things that really made sense. I was like, Yeah, this feels right. This feels right for the story. Um, and so, yeah, I think that 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 is very much the approach it's like starting that way um, and then you know the story gets to unfold and we only got to make 10 you know so now we get to make
4: more and it gets to
1: unfold even more
4: yeah
0: i I don't want to dominate (laughs) i have a lot of questions
4: yeah no there's there's a lot to um i want to take i want to focus a little bit on the issue of vulnerability um because um i think the, the the Muslim community in the West, we are well accustomed to the idea of a scholar. A scholar often can steer away from personal vulnerabilities. A scholar often hides behind and, and, and negotiates what is personal through um, objectified mediums. And the objectified mediums is data, historical data, philosophical data, theoretical data, hermeneutics, interpretation. Um, you can you negotiate yourself through the text of the Quran, through the text of the Sunnah, you, you, through it. But an artist has a, it doesn't have that line of defense. I mean, in, in many ways, it's like you, you are. Um, It's like the 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 the, what your stand-up is called uh, feelings. I mean, and and that that medium of presentation seems to me very challenging. I mean, it it it, it, um it every criticism can become very personal, and you don't have a defensive line like the Quran, or Sunnah, or the opinions of scholars. And and how do you, I mean, a lot of times I wonder, how do you manage to keep a comedic sense when you live with these vulnerabilities? And you're very young. I mean, how how do you maintain the artistic flair, the creative impulse? Um, And does the blowback, it threatened your creative impulse. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's
1: very new for me to have, you know, I, I started, you know, doing stuff in comedy 10 years ago. And relatively, it's the only thing I've done. And, and I, you know, was very blessed to like quickly be able to make a living off of it. And, you know, uh, but I, I was never like public. <laughs> so it's really, it hasn't really gone public in any way until, uh, you know, this year. I, I I released, you know, the show and then two months after the stand-up, which was after I'd been doing you know, stand-up for probably eight years worth of stuff whittled down to an hour um, and I think especially with the show, but also with the stand-up I, I pretty much, I knew what was going to happen like I, I I know the community, I'm part of the community <laughs> I care about the communi- communities you know, I'm only part of one of them which is a very important thing to keep in mind with the types of blowback, uh, because it really is, this is a story about an Arab family, which is going to be really distinct from a lot of other uh, Muslim experiences. So uh, it gets billed as this thing that could be a monolith for everyone, and it's really not. And and so uh, in terms of feeling that stuff, I mean, for me, I've always felt small doses of it on stage because you go on stage and you're talking about vulnerability you go on stage with like an idea and you say it and then it either goes or it doesn't go and so uh you're feeling like real-time reaction um and 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 you're feeling that from from the crowd you're feeling that from people uh but then it's 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 really like scaled you know and then it's like everyone's watching it and you know it's it's uh it's on tv it's uh being like pirated in the in the middle east and people are watching it there and sending ex- I mean that so that stuff uh in terms of how it's affected the writing going forward um I'm really like lucky to have people around me who uh are very thoughtful and kind of being like hey you know because there's been a lot of stuff there's been like whether it be uh videos of people really upset about it or articles or any of those things kind of people who are close to me who are really good at looking at it and being like, oh, this person made a couple of good points. Like, these are some things we can think about as if we're making it or whatever. And so that stuff's really good, because I think it's, it's a conversation. In the same way that when I would go in front of an audience and say something for stand-up, I'm waiting to not always hear a laugh, but you hear, like, a certain level of attentiveness. There's a certain silence. There's a certain reaction. There's a certain something. And so uh, you're looking for that. Uh, and, and it's the same with the show. So there's validity to what people are saying on a level. But then a lot of it is actually just people reacting to what the show is designed to do, which is touch on the things that we don't normally talk about. Mm -hmm. So it's like a lot of it's like, man, all these things are happening. You're not talking about anything political. You're not talking about this. You're not talking about that. I'm like, well, yeah, because that's what we all do. We just sit around and we talk about politics and we don't (laughs) talk about anything personal. And so, like, I'm not, I I don't want to talk about anything political because we're already doing it. And the news, all the news talks about is is, is, is the Muslim ban and the way people are being treated and this and that. So if I make a comedy show that's about, the first Arab Muslim family, and I'm talking about the Muslim band for three episodes, then people think, well, that really is all these people talk about. Mm-hmm. That really is all there is to them, you know. Uh, so for me, uh, making this show, I actually make this show for the community because we talk a lot about sex, and that's the thing that we don't talk about as a community. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's my job to, I, I almost feel like this character of Rami and this family and these people um, are built to be criticized they're built to 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 feel these things about because because it helps you talk about what's actually happening, because you you'd be like, man, that guy Rami, and you can kind of go on a tirade, and then there's, like, four people in the room are like, yeah, I mean, I kind of do the same thing, but I'm not gonna anything. Like, or, or there's people who are like, I don't, but, but it becomes a reference point to talk about a thing we're not talking about, right. and so that, that, to me, is, is the goal of it. It's, it. it's kind of like, here are all these thoughts, here are all these ideas. It's, it's like when someone donates their body after they die or something, and they're like, hey, do what you want with, with whatever's there. It's kind of like that. It's like, hey, here's this family. Here's this story. Uh, pick at it, right. you know, and and talk about it, and 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 make something that you think does what that doesn't do, or laugh at it, or like it, or or have a conversation with your family that you haven't had.
4: There's always a tension, I think, with with any artist, whether, you know, a, a, an artist starts out hoping for success. I, I just to. Get somewhere, but there, there. Then ultimately, I think every artist will, will has to wrestle with this, with the issue of responsibility and representation. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I mean, there, there's a lot to say about how the show or the stand-up comedy sort of balances responsibility and, and representation. And, and we, I know that we have talked a bit about about this, uh, the the two of us. But I, I want everyone to hear your your thoughts about this I mean how uh, uh, y- 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 not too many Muslims are represented in the media yeah right and, and, and especially in the forum that you work in yeah, yeah and and the representations of Muslims are so typically stereotypical and negative that uh, you know whether they 're escaping from their religion or embracing it fanatically and criminally Mm -hmm. Uh, psychotically so you're coming in and you're negotiating the space that is very but I think the natural inclination for Muslims because there's such their their representation of this media is so um, minimal is to look at you and say well what example are you setting for other Muslims Yeah, yeah and future Muslims yeah And how do I mean? How do you? you, you, On the one hand, you have to do a show that that speaks to the American public, uh, because Muslim audience is not going to get you. Just Muslim audience is not going to get you. You you, you have to hit common grounds. But on on the other hand, you there is a an implicit moral responsibility to. because you're pioneering to represent well mm. and, I'm, and and i'm you know, how how do you negotiate this, and what do you think is the future of of Muslim representation in this media if if someone will tell you what type of uh, if a Muslim comes to you and say you know I'm going to go into this industry um, and I, I'm going to have to uh, struggle and wrestle with this this issue of representation and responsibility. What advice would you give them?
0: Well, and there's a moral responsibility if you're pious, because there are plenty of Muslims that don't take that responsibility. Right.
1: Yeah. What What do you What do you make if you actually care? Right. Yeah. 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 Because there's two styles of making something where it's like this. There's the Muslim filter that helps me sell the show, <laughs> right. you know, or you can be someone. And there's a lot of people who are like, Well, oh, cool, my dad's. Muslim Muslim and oh cool cool I'll put that in my bio. Uh, And then there's like no no I actually believe in this, like I actually believe that when this is all gone I have to answer for what I've done while I'm here. I think about that a lot and uh, yeah I don't have like a defined answer. I don't know I'm just doing my best. (laughs) I don't know like I don't know sometimes sometimes I'm like this is the thing I'm supposed to be doing and sometimes I'm like man am I going to regret this in 20 years and I, I don't know. I, I do think the, 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 the reason why I won't regret it is, is or, or why I won't fully regret it, There'll be, I'm sure I'll have re- I already have regrets on the first season. There are certain things where I'm like, oh, okay, I could have. And they're not all, like, moral. Some of them I'm like, the lighting could have been better. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, you're kind of always wrestling with it, and, and I think that's the whole point. I think, like, displaying the wrestling match is, is the thing that I could be most beneficial in doing. Mm-hmm. Representing Muslims is very difficult. Like even amongst ourselves, we don't know who we are or what we want to be. We we don't even fast on the same day. Like like it's 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 crazy. Like we can't agree, and it's literally like like we can't agree on things. So that's okay, and I'm not even judging that. Um, I just think that what I ha- have to do is, you know, I call the show Rami because it's about this guy. This guy is. Um, a lot like me at certain points of my life, uh, this family is a lot like a lot of people that I know they're not really my family uh, i I wanted to give my family at least a a break <laughs> so they wouldn't feel it was directly them you know because um, they're not. My family's much more open and communicative than than the one on the show I, I wanted to trap a baby I wanted to give him a family that's a little more closed off and I wanted to put him in a situation and see what he does um, and And I think that in terms of how this, um, I think about it, I mean, in terms of like, how does this affect kids who watch it at some point, whenever it is that they watch it. And all I can say is we're surrounded by, I started watching porn when I was 11.
5: Mm -hmm.
1: Like, I actually watched porn more because I didn't want to have sex, because I wanted to be a good Muslim. And so in my head, I was like, oh, yeah, this is, this is what God wants. Like, I don't even, like, that's insane. <laughs> God wants, like, like that's the, the level of confusion. At yeah, at 11 until, you know, whenever. So, so we're already surrounded by all these things. So to have uh, a character who goes through all this stuff, but actually seems like he feels most comfortable when he's praying, or, like, has more uh, comfort in, like, a Hadra saying Allah than when he's, like, doing anything else. Uh, that's the, the, the Those are the pieces that I think someone who relates to this character uh, is going to gravitate towards. And then people who think everything this character does is inhuman and terrible and a sin and whatever, well, they probably don't watch that much TV anyway. Mm. and And if they do, then why... Are you so critical about this? And you watch Game of Thrones, where everyone's like having sex <laughs> with their sister and a dragon and like whatever, like, you know? So, so that those are the the. Now, now I get the sensitivity of we don't have much, so everyone wants it to be everything for them, and everyone wants it to be uh, a certain way. But, but I, I think we we can kind of like liberate ourselves from this idea that there's only going to be this show, you know? That that like, it, it's almost like this show is like. like <laughs> It's like you want a lot from a president because there can only be one. Right.
5: Yeah,
1: <laughs> so <true. laughs> and so yeah. and so you're like so frustrated with the guy because you're like, that's the only one and he yeah. makes all the choices. Man, there are like yeah. so many ways to get a story out there.
4: What, I mean, this is sort of a, a bit of a, it's a silly question, but there are so many Muslims that dream of success, but can't get a foot in and don't know... I, I am sure, I mean, although we've never talked about this, but I am sure that you get uh, mm-hmm. um, a lot of Muslims writing you saying, how can we yeah, yeah. G- get into the business, and mm. what, what um, have you, I mean, I'm sure that you've thought about what elements have contributed to your success and your ability to get a foot in. and. Is is this sunnah forming for other Muslims? I mean, is, is, it, I, is it something that other Muslims can hope to imitate and get somewhere from?
1: You know, it's really tricky because... And,
4: and I'll, I'll, I'll explain, I'll, after you answer, I'll tell you why I'm asking this question because I'm, I have something very specific in mind.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, like, everyone I know has such a different path. You know, when I'm in, there's other people I know who've gotten shows, and I look at how they did it and how I did it, and I, you couldn't. There's a couple of very key common things, and then everything else is really different. And I, and I would say that the number one thing was just putting in the work. I mean, I, I think it was really obsessively all I ever did between <coughs> writing something or video editing or doing stand up or doing whatever. It's just constantly every night figuring out how to do it and figuring out how to get it up and and that's something not everyone has access to so everyone kind of has to find different ways into doing it
4: when did you know that you wanted to be a comedian?
1: uh I, I was very drawn to it almost it was almost like a it was a very stressful relationship with it because i, I never thought it could be a reality you know because we didn't obviously didn't have like reference points like we talk about there's no reference points to like adubs doing stuff and, and and muslims doing stuff and in, in, in a in a, in a in a certain way, and 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 so I always felt like it was gonna end at some point, uh-huh. and and
4: actually, this is... yeah, you're gonna end up going to law school. going to
1: law school. Yeah, it, it's really funny because it's like um, it was almost like the pressure from my parents, kind of being like, look, that can't be your real thing. You know, they were like, it could be a hobby, it can't be your real thing, okay. and there was almost something about that pressure that made me work really hard at it. Because I was like, well, I can only do this until I go to law school, so I'm going to try and do as much of it as possible. I sometimes think if my parents were like, yeah, be an artist, I would just be, like, dead. Like, like, I don't know what I would do. Like, I would just be like, oh, cool, I could just be an artist. And then I would just, like, you know, not really work as hard as I did. I, I, I was kind of running against this clock of, like, I don't have time, so I need to do as much. And then when I realized I could do it, I I still got addicted to that clock of I don't have time because it became really real for me, you know, just on a regular life level was like, I could die, like, you know, like anyone can, you know, at any moment. And so, uh, really kind of like finding a way to, um, have that healthy balance between justified pressure, you know, like, like pressure to, to be your potential, you know? And for me, it was trying to reach that through doing this, because this was just my natural gravitation. And I think there's a lot of artists out there who feel that, who feel like I should be writing, I should be performing, I should be making, and they know it's the thing they should do, um, and then they're pulled towards the thing they should do. Mm-hmm. And so the, the, the only real advice that I can give is to find a way to, to structure your life where you can Honestly, do the thing you actually should be doing, and 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 apply the same pressure that you would if you were going to med school. Apply the same pressure that you would if you were doing anything else. Uh, that and then and then you just really have to pray. I mean, because I, I I couldn't be in Hollywood if I wasn't Muslim. Not because it's the thing I talk about, but because you need a lot of faith. You need a lot of faith, and you need to believe in something. And and you can't believe in a production company, you know, because they're not they
4: don't care. Absolutely. You know, I. Uh, one of the things you don't strike me as um, as an angry person. A lot of, especially when it comes to comedy, uh, a lot of Muslims' their work is angry, um, whether it's angry at the religion or angry at the other. Um, there, there, there. Especially, I saw this in your stand-up comedy. There, are um you're you're very understated and human your comedy sort of takes concentration and you build things up. so the, there, it, there's no sense of outrage and indignation um, which made me wonder. Do you think, and I know this is a tough question, but th- that's why you talk to... That's why you're here. Yeah, you're talking <laughs> to, uh, do you think the fact that y- you don't have a, an, a sense of explicit outrage m- made it easier for the industry to accept you mm. and embrace you? I mean, if you had a sense of racial outrage, ethnic outrage, cultural outrage that you wear on your sleeve? Would you have met with resistance? It all depends on the era because
1: if you look at Hollywood, we're going from not that long ago, hey, you should change your name to something that sounds more white. To now, the harder your name is to spell, the better it is. <laughs> like, just please be as far away from white. <laughs> Ooh, that's so yeah, that's, this is, this is, it's, 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 that's the window we're in right now, as of September 2019. And I think if you look at a lot of work, it actually is racially angry, and it is very against white people, so I don't know if that's true. I think if someone is funny enough, and is Muslim, Not that you said that's the truth, you asked the question, but I think if someone was funny enough and is Muslim and is and does have a a sense of anger or a sense of, you know, I feel this thing was unjust. If they figured out a way to make that interesting, I think it would be very well received, actually. Mm -hmm. I mean, one of the most popular characters on my show is very angry and very sexist, anti-Semitic, the racist, uncle. and yeah. yeah, oh my god, and the, the, the head of the network told me it's his favorite TV character that ever happened, yeah. so, so it, it, yeah. it, it, it's, and he that's says true. these things that are crazy, you know, that half a Muslim audience nods and says, that's our hero, so I mean, it's, <laughs> it, 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 I mean, so it, I, I think that if you could, it, you can be anything if you can embrace it, And that's why, for me, it's really about just being the thing you're supposed to be, that you're supposed to do. So a lot of the criticism even that comes towards the show is really just me not being a different thing. It's Mm -hmm. not even like, it's more of like a a dislike for the type of character or a dislike for the lack of scope, but I actually think the lack of scope is uh, a pro because you want to be focused. You want to be focused on a thing. You don't want to feel like you're trying to do everything. Because when somebody's trying to do everything, it's really tough to watch. Right. It, it feels insane. Yeah. Uh, but also, you want people who have a more specific experience than you to make their own thing. Because I want to watch that. There are certain things that I didn't cover on my show. They're interesting to me. But yeah. I don't know enough about them. So why would I do that?
0: Right. Absolutely. And, you know, on this point, it's probably a good time to share like some of the questions that we received. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, Definitely about the role of women. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm sure you get a lot of criticism about that. Because, yeah. you know, it's like... Um, people have said this is not representative of, you know, women I know or experiences that I know or that, you know, the only positive person that was um, presented was my cousin or your cousin, you yeah. know. And I think, like, um, you know, again, I think it's such a priority to show women as, you know, human or Muslims as human. I noticed that there weren't any, like, hijabis that were sort of explicit. And I think that, I thought that that was sort of smart because when you're dealing with an audience that might associate a lot of negativity with that hijab you know I mean, you see women in hijab mm-hmm. and even like the woman who like you know who you go home mm-hmm. with and she's in the hijab and then mm-hmm. she comes back and she's like, oh my god I forgot to, to put it back on mm-hmm. um, but you know it's like a lot of the things that you do with the women in the show like I think by design need to like kind of you have to go way out there mm-hmm. so you can talk about it right mm-hmm. so um, but I would love to know more about kind of what your thought was yeah. about women in the role and how you portray them on well show. I
1: think I think just on first and foremost I run the show, and so what? I'm a guy. And so what what ends up happening is there's a level of nuance that I bring to my experience as a guy that I have worked on stage for, you know, between making things, whatever, for the last decade. Um, So that stuff's all going to feel really full. It's just going to feel really full because it's the place I write from. Mm -hmm. And uh, first season, I hired... So I think three Muslim, uh, no, three, three women writers, um, two are Muslim, uh, this season again, three, three, uh, but you know, so, so the people are there, you know what I mean? It's not like we're sitting and just, you know, I'm Assume drawing a caricature right. <laughs> and an assumption like we're talking, you know, like we're talking about it. Um, but, but it's never going to feel as balanced all the time just by nature of that. I am the, the lead of it. And, and so there's going to be a disparity, uh, that being said, yeah, the, it can get better. Like we, there's things that we did there that um, we're looking at a character whose problem is, on a level, is really his sexual desire. Mm-hmm. To me, it's the most human desire. I get it the most because it's the thing I've struggled with understanding between my faith and. Um, but I also think it's it's healthier to talk about to me than drugs or or violence. And and I feel like if my character was doing cocaine, people would be like, oh, cool. They'd be like, oh, yeah, because like you know, maybe a lot of Muslims, like, don't deal with it, mean, some do, but, like, it'll feel further away, and it'll be kind of comfortable, it'll be like, yeah, he's a cokehead, you know, it's just, like, it's easier, yeah. it's easier to, like, put it in a, in a category, you know, um, but what he deals with is, is sex, and so, yeah, the, the, there's a fine balance to deal with it there, because, so we do an episode about my sister, and her, her episode has to do with sex as well,
5: mm-hmm.
1: and so then it becomes kind of, some of the conversation has been, like, all, The women in the show are dealing in some sort of context of sex Mm -hmm. and i get it it's 10 episodes it's the problem of the main character right and it's also the thing we chose to focus on when we focused with the women but i guarantee you what would have happened if i didn't do sex storylines with them it'd be like why is sex only for men (laughs) yeah why are we not talking about muslim women in sex why are we talking about how hard it is for them how come he gets to go do that? So there's always going to be, like, a thing that, that becomes an issue. Nice. And, and and I think in terms of those characters, Arab women, I've heard from a lot of Arab women who love the characters that are portrayed, and they're like, I feel like this is a thing that I really connect to. Mm. And then I've heard from women who are Muslim who aren't Arab who are like, no, nah, that's not me, that's not, you know, whatever. Um, but just to wrap up, like, on that question, uh, there's just a lot more nuance that we want to do and need to do and there's so many things again you're making yeah. old you only have ten episodes it's like it's right. five not even five hours
4: I'm just following up on this issue of sex in, uh, and, and the women characters yeah. Uh, yeah I was really struck by the episode uh, of the sister mm.
5: um,
4: and I I don't know you know, how the the themes developed and were decided on that. One of the things that, I, I teach a, a class on called Muslims, Race, and Law. And we talk about all types of, um, and one of the things that emerged through this class is this, um, it's not entirely new, because it's it comes from the age, from the days of colonialism and Orientalism, Muslim women as a fetish, as a sexual fetish.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: and But with the age of uh, social um, uh, electronics and um, what do you call social it? Social media. Social media, um, it, it, Muslim women as a sexual fetish became a category in pornography, yeah. I mean it, it's like black women or Asian women, yeah. but there is no fetish uh, in pornography Jewish women, for instance. Yeah. So it's or Christian women. No, it's, uh, it's it's women in hijab. It's women in in hijab, and so I was. How do you know that there there aren't those categories?
5: <laughs> uh, research. <and> okay. <laughs> research. research. Methodical. You seem very research. confident. You seem very
1: confident. No, sure. oh, like, how I come? Know. Like, how? What site? I <laughs> know a lot. Yeah. A lot of
4: yeah. things. Yeah. 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 Okay.
2: Okay.
4: okay. So, <laughs> the, so I was wondering, but this, the how you raise this issue of the fetish in the sisters episode, and it is deeply ingrained with the history of colonialism, military domination, racism, a long history in the, in, in the West interacting with the Muslim world, where women become sort of the, the, the battlefield. But none of these issues were discussed. And it was, it was just we were confronted with this fetish. And it left the viewer to sit there and you know go nuts reflecting on the implications of this. Was this intentional? I mean, is this part of the art, of, of what art does? It's to sort of, like, needle you and let you go off on your own, which is not, what, which was very different from what scholarship does.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, like, for me, uh, I wish I could say I thought of everything that you said when we were doing that. I, mean, I <laughs> wish I was, like, sitting in the writer's room being like, now this is about colonialism, when, when, he, when he tries to grab her. But no, it, it, it. On a level, I'm aware of those things. You know, I, I, I you, know, um, you know, read about them and went to college for two years. It was a really beautiful stint. Uh, but I'm not, you know, I, I, for, the reason I called my stand-up special feelings was because that's my feeling as to, like, what it is you should be creating. It should all be emotionally based. It's cool if the scholarship and the facts add up to it, but that's not my job. So, so what would be worse is if I kind of, like, pretended to kind of know a book and then, like, act like I know what I'm talking about. I would rather be a certain type of wrong, which is, well, maybe the facts don't all add up, but at least the feelings and the emotions are true. And so when we really zoned in on a storyline like that, it was really, like, trying to dig into talking to uh, women in our room but also talking to a lot of women in my life, you know, were the moments where you felt the weirdest and the most... Uh, cornered and, and, and oddest and, 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 and most violated and, and, and really, you know, questioning this idea of whether, you know, I, think America equates, uh, sexual freedom with freedom, you yeah. know, and, and, and that's, it's, it's almost like if you're sexually free, then you're free, and, and I think with as much as the show deals with sex, uh, it, it becomes really clear that anytime you kind of chase that, you hit a certain wall, Because it's not actually the freedom that we're looking for. We're looking for a deeper understanding of ourselves. And so when we crafted that episode for for her, it was about looking at this dichotomy of, well, the character of Rami gets to run around and do whatever he wants. Mm -hmm. And the character of Dina doesn't. So she should, you know, we want to see her fight to basically get the freedom that Rami has. But on the other end of that, it can't be like, oh, awesome, this is a great life. Because it's it's, it's actually not for Rami either. Like, Rami is, Mm -hmm. is, is... is kind of sitting in a lot of guilt and, and self doubt and, 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 uh, a lack of intimacy actually for the amount of intimate behavior that he's, he's participating in. Uh, but we wanted to kind of craft a more specific, uh, wall for her to hit, you know, and, 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 and that felt like one that a lot of women, uh, who, who I know have dealt with.
4: I, well, I, and again, I, am um, I'm, um... You know, through your show, you needled the viewer in a variety of ways. You provoked us as as viewers in a variety of ways. So now I'm I'm needling you back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, <laughs> please. Uh, so I noticed that the mother and the sister their episodes. We don't actually know how they feel about Islam, mm-hmm. and. I wanna know was that intentional or not? Um it
1: was no, it wasn't. It was it was something that when I looked back I feel like we have a little bit more of an understanding about how the mom feels about it through just the way she treats her kids and she yeah. kind of wants marriage for them and she wants certain things. But that even that's cultural. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. it, and and it's something that we're you know, I mean I'm we're almost done writing the second season now, so it does answer some of those things. Um, but no, we didn't Yeah, we didn't get into it. And, and, I, and I think part of the reason why is a little bit of the style of the show. Mm-hmm. Stylistically, they're very focused episodes. I mean, if you watch them, you'll see there's always kind of one problem, mm-hmm. and then we just follow it. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and it's one character, and then we follow it. We're, we don't do A story, B story, C story. So um, it, it kind of was a shortcoming. To be honest, it was just kind of one of those things where, when I went back and I watched one through ten, among a couple of things, like some of the lighting, uh, there, there was there was that was a thing where I was like, oh yeah, that um, we didn't get that across in an effective way, in a nuanced way. Yeah,
4: one of the most um, uncomfortable parts for me uh, was the episode about the mother. Yeah. Because it's very <coughs> difficult to think of our mothers in i mean he, 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 this woman she's obviously smart she's obviously her kids are grown her her husband like like a lot of egyptian husbands in the united states is very interested in the musalsalat uh, you know in, on tv and and sort of takes his wife for granted um and yet we don't want to think of our, mo- of our mothers have had, as having sexual desires and wanting intimacy outside the home. And so I couldn't help, when, when I was watching this, and especially the part where she puts uh, the makeup on and yeah, it looks, it's horrifying. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, very, yeah, But yeah. then it it turns out that the the, the, the French speaking dude, uh, uh, I intentionally, as a sheikh, say dude, to sound cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's my my participation. This all career. the scholarship. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I try. Even yeah. when you're doing like Islam stuff, like. Yeah, I, I yeah, especially like in the I, middle of like yeah, talking about hadith, yeah. you're like this I all in there You know, yeah. I just put it in to confuse people. So you're not the only one confusing people, yeah, yeah, just so you know. Yeah. So you know the French-speaking dude then it turns out to be interested in his wife and 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 his and own so, wife, in his own wife, as you. Yeah. yeah. So I, I couldn't help but think, what? I mean. Um, what, one is, how did your mother react to this episode? (laughs) (laughs) And, um, how did mothers that you, you know in your life react to that episode? Because I, I, it just stayed with me and, um, and I have told you that a lot of your the episodes that I watch, right after I would watch your episode, I, I would need to calm down by reading Quran. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I, I would do two rakaz and then read Quran and then sit there and just plead with Allah to... to uh, uh, give me peace and tranquility so, so you're saying yeah.
1: my show brought you closer to Yes, me.
4: absolutely. <laughs> your your show That's made beautiful. me worship That's much beautiful. more. <laughs> uh, I mean <laughs> we're done, right? Amazing <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, we're done. laughs> <laughs> So I, I, so what but how did your mother react and where I mean again how how do you negotiate this issue when you decide okay, you know, I'm going to go to The most uncomfortable thing the sexuality of mothers yeah yeah,
1: yeah. it um in in terms of how my mom reacted to it she she was like moms have an amazing way of just skipping over things kind of like (laughs) they pick what they want to focus on and then the rest is kind of I mean that's being a mom being a mom is 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 mastering this ability to ignore things that you know would bother you about your kids. Because you know your kids are going to go out and live these full 3D lives that have nothing to do with you, and they're living in times that are different from yours. So that that's like the mom's Jedi master trick of being able to let go. Um, and so she's watching the episode, and, and, and she, called, she said it was her favorite one. And and she was like, oh my god, I love this part, I love this part, I love this part. Uh, the part with the guy and it, th- I didn't like that part, but the other part and like she just like kind of like it didn't even mean <laughs> yeah. it. like she just kind of skipped over it. Um, and you know we uh, these things it's really these TV episodes these things that we make these aren't like you know sometimes I think I don't know I don't know what it's like in music I'm not in music but I know a lot of people spend a really long time on an album. Uh, TV's like. Yo, it's coming out April 19th. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you got to make 10. they got to be ready. Um, and, and, and I don't say that as, as anything other than, you know, you're kind of going through it, and, and, and it ties a little bit to your question about um, exploring the, uh, the, the how they feel about faith and stuff. Certain things kind of, like, slip through, you know, or, or, or whatever it might be. Um, but what but, but I really was very happy about with that episode with the mom was that it did touch something that was uncomfortable. It's something that I think a lot of people uh, relate to. And it also showed kind of like... This was something I did not intend in the writing, but Mm -hmm. when I look back on it, it showed kind of two sides of a coin, where two episodes earlier, I had this experience with someone who is married, and then two episodes later, you actually see it from the married person's perspective mm-hmm. now she doesn't doesn't go through on any, in any level like that it's probably not even serious but you, you see just the seed of it and you kind of see the seed of of uh, what these feelings look like and and those feelings are not unique to our communities they're not unique yeah. to they are these are feelings that sit uh, in any relationship in, in any any marriage in any family um, and and that episode in particular um, people really responded to in, in a way and 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 I know a lot of people said it reminded them of their mothers I know a lot of people who said their mothers told them to watch it I know I know <laughs> a lot of that and, no it, it was an episode that really resonated with uh, most of the episodes that really resonated with people were the ones that I wasn't in and uh, <laughs> you know That's
4: very kind of you yeah, yeah, I, 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 mean, I, I think the, 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 the episode was a married woman uh,
0: that's
4: the episode that yeah we were watching and we were like no don't do it I have to say that's the the episode that caused me the most salah (laughs) Uh, I I was intensely in dua after that episode for a long time you know
1: I didn't let my parents see the show until like three days before it came out I sent it to them because I was like I wanted them to be able to tell their friends and stuff like you know he didn't tell us anything and he Mm -hmm. you know we couldn't stop him you know Uh, (laughs) just like that I felt was was, like I felt like that was the best like adab I could have uh, (laughs) other than being like full like a little adab like outside of that like I was like if I'm gonna do that like at least I can have some sort of respect for them and and keep them in the dark Uh, and and so I kind of I really wrote them a, a very long letter kind of explaining to them why I felt like I wanted to do this why I felt like I had to do this and and kind of gave them the total full like look you can please like just you don't have to like this like it's okay. I'm not putting a burden on you to, like, accept this. Um, you know, whatever you feel, you feel. And so I said to my... I basically made it sound like I had just produced porn. And, 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 I, and, and, and so they were very scared. And then my dad was watching, and he'd watch things, and he'd be like, that eh, it was a little weird, and okay, whatever. And he's like, eh, this is fine. I don't know why you thought I'd have a problem. And then he called me after that episode, and he was like, why did you do this? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, why is this? And I was just like, just keep watching. Yeah you'll understand why we, we wanted to do that, and, and, and you know... Yeah.
0: yeah, No, it was, I mean, I, like, that episode in particular I really liked, it, you know, when we got over the show, um, I, Like, this is where I found, found a lot of brilliance coming in. Like, when you wake up in the morning and you check your phone, you're watching your Facebook, you know, um, because the night before your friend had asked you to pray for his yeah, yeah. mom, right? Yeah. And so then the little boy comes in, the, the little boy who, of the mother, you just. Yeah yeah. And yeah. fair with, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And says, "Are you a bad man?" Yeah. And at the same time you look at the Facebook and you notice that the prayer you did was not answered because the mom died. And you know, like to me that was just brilliant because it's like you you're telling people without telling them outright, "Look, God didn't answer my prayer because obviously I, you know, I'm not being a moral person." And that God is watching, and God is engaged in your life, and and that there is a relationship there, and you know, and so that those kinds of things that I mean, it's know, really
4: interesting because, but that's why I guess part of what art is, because it's like the way Grace took the beginning of the scene where "Pray for You, My Mom," and the last scene, yeah, yeah. Where, where the mom dies, is that. There's a moral lesson that if you screw up, God is not going to answer your prayer. Mm. I don't know if I took it that way at all. <laughs> but, that, and, and of course, I mean, it's, I feel a sense of unfairness to ask an artist, what did you mean? Mm. Because I, 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 mean, perhaps that's a meaningless question in itself.
1: Well, it, it actually, it, it's almost like that scene was exactly what I wanted to do with the show. Which is, um, I, wanted it, I wanted to create the real feeling of what it feels like to believe and have guilt and wonder, which is, is that why that happened? Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> like, was my prayer not answered because yeah, I right. did the wrong thing? Mm. But, but it's not, it's not definitive. Yeah. Yeah. I think you said it in a way that was kind of definitive. Because I don't know. I don't know if that's why. Right. You know, but is it, is it not? Like, I, that it's, it's kind of sitting in this place where you're not sure, and, and you're trying to uh, make sense <laughs> of it. And, and, and that, you know, relationship, uh, you know, is very real to me. And so, I, and, and, and yeah.
4: This is, a, 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 I mean, a, shifting a little bit, but one of the things that, that and, and one of the things that, again, I don't know if this was um, intentional or unintentional, uh, and and again, uh, you could enlighten me on, on, I don't know if your generation grew up with the clash of civilizations divide. The, yeah. the east will be east and west will be west. and because, Which used to be, well, I mean, it was extremely popular with the neocons throughout the war on Iraq and the invasion of Afghanistan. Uh, has an enormous amount of influence in D.C. Um, it, it waned during the Obama years, but during the Trump years, the idea of the clash of civilizations. And But yet the thing when I watch Rami, the show, is here are American Muslims are neither East nor West. I mean, they're... And perhaps it's an implicit critique of the entire paradigm or have that paradigm because also when you see the Iran going back to Egypt well Egyptians yeah. are neither east nor west yeah, yeah. um and is that I mean have you thought about that is that part of the trajectory of what you thought about or is that just you, you, you express feelings yeah and then uh, academics analyze after the fact
1: <laughs> you know I'm I'm I, I will say, when I pitched the show, I did reference Huntington's Clash of Civilization. Mm -hmm. Okay. I did, I did, I did. did, That's what you did. I did, because I I was, what I was trying to say in the room was, this isn't about Trump. You know, I I was very clear when I walked down, I was like, look, I know you're excited about this because of Trump, (laughs) (laughs) and now you, you know, Hollywood gets to... uh, be good you know and make good by making a show like this but I was like this is a, this is an idea that has existed for a very long time and and even if we want to talk about in, in a contemporary coining of it Huntington was what 92 93 yeah so I was like okay so this is already this idea is already 25 years old already you know and so this isn't about this election this is this is a story that's timeless right. this is a show that if you make it, and and you and we make it the way that I want to make it, people will be able to watch it for 10, 15 years because we're not sitting talking about cell phones, we're not sitting talking about what we're talking about something internal, but we're also talking about framing it in some larger ideas that are a little bit east-west. But I think what, what, what you realize is when you try and go into it with that framing, you do kind of arrive at what you just said, which is, well, not really. Like, we're kind of, we're not really either. And, and even if you go there, it... it that that is obviously the point that we make in that episode, and, and the shocking thing to me when I go to Egypt and you're in the the cool part of Cairo and all the menus are in English, and and they say, well, if you don't know English, then like you're not our clientele. It's, yeah, it's it's very yeah. it's 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 a weird time.
4: I mean, it's part of globalization, and I mean there are people who try to deny sort of the, the metropolitan culture, the reality of metropolitanism, and. And the fact that more, uh, more and more urban centers seem to all be the same, whether we like it or not. Um, but it, it the, this, it, I mean, it brings me to to uh, the sensitive issue of race, um, which the show touches upon but doesn't. It, one of the most controversial issues in the Muslim community is race. We, well, um, are we, uh, legally, uh, it's a very controversial issue whether we're white, whether, and when we say we, I mean Muslim s- descendants of immigrants or immigrants. So Middle Eastern, Indo-Paks, um, Indonesians, Malaysians, so you mean all the the places where, and, and, the, the, the tension is it seems like a lot of immigrant Muslims want to be white. But culturally and sociologically, they're not white. Yeah. And they can never be white. And I, Growing up in, the, in your experience, have you, have you ever felt white? Do you think of yourself as white? How do you feel about the, the institution of whiteness itself?
1: Yeah, I, I don't. I didn't know. I, it was hard to right because it was like I think I was like eleven when when nine eleven happened, and so and I and I think like before that, still no. Just because it was, there's just it was so clear that we were different. I mean, we spent every summer in Egypt, and you know, just all the specific rules that very quickly you kind of understand you're coming at it from a different angle. Um, so no, I I've never I've never felt it, but but I've also been very aware of the fact that I am white passing which is its own thing right because I would actually argue that even the earlier point you made about was it easier for me to sell a show because I was not angry no it might have been easier for me to sell a show because I'm white passing That that mm-hmm. is which is a different a different thing and, and yeah, that's, like, a, that's a, a reality right. you know um, and internally though, and, and even in the way I'm uh, received by people, on an initial layer, uh, if you don't know anything about me, then I, I'm, I'm sure I have privileges from that. Uh, just on like an instant like walking into a grocery shop kind of level. Uh, but I don't really think much more beyond that.
4: Well, in, in, in growing up in New Jersey, have you had experiences with race, it was it part of your consciousness? I mean, I've, I've, I've wondered... I mean, it's sort of a, a, a bit of a... If someone says race is absent from your show, mm. how would you respond to that? Uh Yeah,
1: yeah, it was. I mean, also, like, minus, you know... I mean, we talk about it a bit... It, it, it's interesting because it's like, I could you know, I could almost say politics is kind of absent on a level too. Not that race and politics are the same, right. but I think there's a lot of things that you could say, they're absent from your show, you know, on a level. I mean, things, there's a bit of a political framing, obviously, of the 9-11 episode, but it's so not political, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I mean, there's parts where it is, but, um... All the, of
3: that the, is
4: intentional, or... Uh, it... it... It's
1: kind of an order of operations, you know. I mean, it's going to be so. Our second season that we're making now, um, with Mahershala Ali's in it. He's he's a big part of it, and and um, and so he's in, he's in like six episodes, and so race is very much going to be present. And 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 it actually was. Uh, I don't want to say the storyline. There was a very race conscious storyline for an episode uh, in the first season mm-hmm. that we pulled. At the time because I didn't feel like we were gonna execute it properly and so I kind of was like I was I I, I, I you kind of do assessment of what you're gonna get from an audience and I was more happy to say we didn't talk about race than to talk about it the way that that episode was written at the time and so that episode just got put to the side became a rewrite uh, and then this is like totally law. We, we then I have like the guy who just won the Oscar calls me and says, Hey, can I be in your show? <laughs> and, 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 and now we get to do that storyline uh, in a very real way that, that is a lot more exciting. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but, but, and, and I will say even the dynamics of what the mosque looks like, looks like mosques that I went to. In New Jersey, mosque, you go to the Arab mosque, you go to the Turkish mosque, you go to the Uzbek mosque. You don't. It's, it's, I remember when I came to LA, it was like a Malcolm goes to Mecca, where I was like, "Whoa!" Like, like <laughs> I, 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 couldn't, but like, it was way more diverse than what I saw in New Jersey. New Jersey is very, very neighborhoody and very uh, racially divided mosques. Not that anyone would have a problem if someone right. else went, but just everyone kind of sticks to where but they, in, where they really
4: have their people. and the, class too. Yeah,
1: class too for sure. The,
4: there's a scene where you have the. Um, it, the, the Dominican who says Salaam Alaikum to you. Yeah. And my, initially, when that fellow says Salaam Alaikum, I thought to myself, oh, great. The, the, he's going to interact with someone who's clearly not white. Yeah. Um, and i was sort of happy about that. Yeah. And then your friend comes and says, that's FBI. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, uh, don't talk to this, this guy and you you of course leave us hanging whether this guy is actually FBI i mean is this is your friend racist <laughs> uh, or, or in fact there is and it made me naturally think about well what is the reality of that i mean in are is there a a a trope for people that are suspected of working for the fbi uh in fact, do they tend to be Dominican? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Wow. Well, um, you know, is so in in of ter- the question of is it racist or or um, is that guy FBI? Uh, the answer is it could be both. <laughs> right. You know, and, and I think that. You're, um, you're
4: not gonna resolve any. any of it. No, not yet. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> I mean, Arabs are
4: Yes. one of the most
1: racist babies. groups of people I've ever dealt with, is <laughs> <laughs> the truth. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, 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 what, it's alive and well, and, and, and it's not good. And, and we deal with it, you know, we deal with it in the episode. when We go to Egypt, and my cousin who just kind of like is freewheeling saying the N-word, and, um, and you know, we got like a lot of reactions from that. A lot of people who really loved We Called It Out a lot of people who are like wait he says it and then rami says nothing
5: mm-hmm. what is going
1: on with that and and that's that's ridiculous and yeah that's what happens in real life friends say something people say something and maybe you say a little something which my character does he's like dude you can't say that and then they blow over it and then you kind of just keep going and and that's what happens and and that's not you know.
4: It's fascinating because it's like Rami is is a um, is not an angry person. So yeah. I'll I'll tell you I, I had in my own life mm. a, an experience in Egypt where uh, someone said the n word. Um, we were actually at his home,
5: mm. and he
4: said the n word, and I lost it. I got very mad, mm. and I stormed out. Mm. Uh, of Mm. And I <laughs> stormed out. I wouldn't go back to the apartment. Yeah, and I just kept reflecting. You know, uh, am I screwed up or is Rami screwed up?
5: Mm. Um,
1: I mean, if you're ever asking that question, the answer is Rami screwed up. <laughs> that's, that's, like, like that is the that is the. You know that is the goal for sure. If there is a goal of the show, it's Rami is screwed up, and 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 I think he is so um, desperate to kind of have people feel comfortable and kind of like you know he, he he's so undecided on so many things and and it's not the kind of thing that like he he takes a little bit of a stance on it. He does like yeah. and he unequivocally thinks it's wrong and like wants it to stop. That's but cool also idea. he doesn't like it, it. It does kind of pass, and I think it, and and it um, and it feels a little bit unresolved, which. I I think is kind of. The truth is, if I shot the scene where my character acted like you did, uh, it's not a good scene. It's it's kind of mm. like oh a guy gets really upset and he's like you can't say that. Don't be racist. All right, I can't be your friend if you're gonna say that. And then he kind of walks out and you're just kind of like, well oh okay like I, it doesn't it doesn't I mean, feel really it's not real yeah. it's not really solved it's not it, it doesn't. It doesn't do anything, or if I gave him, like, if I sat him down and we spent nine minutes talking about the history of it, and and then at the end he was like, man, I'll never say it again, and then, like, we hugged, then it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, man, I, I, I don't know, I can't do, not that, honestly don't even think the funny. camera would record, I think it would shut down. I think the camera would have, like, completely shut down, and, and the tech people would have been like, we, have, we don't know what's going on with the camera. The camera has integrity, like, we can't shoot that scene, because it's so, like, like, boring. violently boring. Like, like that, that. <laughs> I, that I, would be the most oh, yeah. violent, messed-up scene on the show, is <laughs> if, if I gave him a lecture and then we, like, hugged and he was like, I'll never do it again, man. Because it's like, you know that character, you know that guy, he's gonna do it again. <laughs> he probably said it when he got back into the party. <laughs> Absolutely.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's fascinating because it's it, this it, is what I live with. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> for real life, for that's real amazing. Life is this is like an amazing right. person. Yeah, you're, but, you're, but, you're, but <laughs> it's you've just you. And part of it is that I mean, I'm I'm saying, I mean, credit to you that I started understanding why. uh I'm a boring human being. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, it, it, it's,
4: uh, uh, no uh, one knows
1: though, because you say dude so much.
4: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I <laughs> tried to cover it with a dude thing. But I mean, it, it does beg. Okay, so here in from this, the, the, the stance of. I came to, to the US, uh, went to college in the United States. When I came to the United States, I was 19 years old, alone. I didn't have my family with me. Um, but as someone who grew up with um, halal and haram drilled into the consciousness, into my consciousness, mm-hmm. right? From a, a, a Sheikh perspective, I want Sharia to prevail in every instance. The, the These books that tell us what Allah wants, right? But at the same time, I a I recognize that that's not really. My first question after I uh, saw the first episode is I had a discussion with Sharif, uh, you know, is this, this? Do American Muslims actually go through this stuff? Mm. Um, you know, is it? Is the books of law? could the books of law could could be so irrelevant in the life of American Muslims? Um, is it, uh, and of course, uh, Sharif was saying, uh, absolutely, this is reality, and you know, wake up and smell the garbage, I think. Um, um, but it's it's not the narrative I want.
3: Yeah,
4: I. I want, yeah. but I also understand that the narrative I want, yeah. It is not going to make art. Yeah. It will actually kill art. I mean, <laughs> if, if I imagine if you had a list of sharia injunctions in your head every time you, you sat to produce art, I, 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 I know what the <laughs> heck you can make. Um, so, but then we go to back to the issue of responsibility. Yeah. So, what if someone tells you, you know, normatively, you just told Muslim kids that Sharia yeah. is relevant in your life, and you know, we, sinning is sin. How do you deal with this type of? Oh, but I don't think I did say that, though. Yeah, but, I mean,
1: I mean, yeah, yeah, I, to, yeah, yeah, I, I didn't say it. that. I mean, the character is very uncomfortable. Again, he doesn't, he he doesn't reach the end of the episode and go. I'm right, you know, like that. That's not. It's it's the guilt is 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 consistent. So it's something he's going through. But there is not uh, an attempt to change the rule. There's not an attempt to say this is the norm. There's a, a frustration with his own actions, and there's a questioning, and 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 there's what he thinks is trying to be good, and and there's that desire. But he, I, I think, he's very clearly falling short, and 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 I think that. Um, <coughs> You know, the. Okay, so. You're surrounded by all these. But I'm, you're someone who keeps reading. But right. You've read all these and you still need to keep reading. But right. Right? So, so the truth is. And I, fall, and I feel more ignorant than ever. The, yeah. <laughs> the more I read, the more I read. <laughs> the more you know. read. Like, this, is, this stuff is, is, is. It's so endless. Mm-hmm. Right? So. To try and make, like, a 30 minute show where he's right would be really difficult because it's like, you can't, you're never really going to be able to fully explain it. But to make a 30 minute episode where the character is clearly wrong and clearly flawed, but he's asking the right questions, and it does that needling that then leaves an open-endedness, because I think a couple of your questions to me were, well, this wasn't answered, this wasn't answered, this wasn't Mm -hmm. answered. My subliminal hope is that someone's like, oh, well, this made me think of some questions. Maybe I should read the books. You know, and, and, and maybe I should go down this path. So instead of trying to put like what's in the books like, into a thing, to me it's more interesting to like kind of show what's actually happening but with the compass pointed towards the books. So, so that, so that there, there's this desire to go that way as opposed to this desire to erase and this desire to be like, oh man, Islam and all that stuff, that's in the past. That's ah, that's hundreds of years old. Blah, blah blah blah. Now we're here. We're upgraded. We can be white too. So that that's the that's the media that we're constantly seeing being made is is it's pointing the compass that way. Of hey, you can leave that behind. Get in the car. Go on a road trip. New life. Uh, this show is 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 it's not. It's it's the book in one hand and, and it's the. I guess the condom in the other, but it, 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 it's, very, it's very torn, and, and but it points towards this. You know,
0: what's really interesting to me is, like, you know, you have the scholar on one end and the artist on the other, but, you know, a lot of what we talk about here is about how Islam is about intuition, your fitra, your, you know, what is what God gave you, it's part of you. And that, you know, I, you know like the professor said, do I really need to read all of these books To affirm that you know what I know in my heart and Mm -hmm. in my intuition is sort of beautiful and humanistic and you know what God gave me and that's the approach you're taking too. sort of without the books you know you're really relying on sort of the intuition because everything with all the struggle and all the challenges you're still kind of coming back to that core of what's in your soul and you're finding that what really resonates with you is what is sort of that connection with God that you're seeking and you're not really quite sure like okay how does how does that materialize you know i feel it but I, you know how relevant should be to what i'm doing you know but it's like you're sort of coming at the same thing at, at the you know at the same thing from different places which i think is really beautiful because it's just kind of like you know the divine can be you know manifest and affirmed through so many different you know vantage points and kind of coming back to like figuring out what's your passion and the other thing we really emphasize here is it's like Part of being a faithful person is to determine is to know yourself mm-hmm. and know why you were put on this earth, what your passion, your skills, you know, what you're good at, and and recognize that's part of the divine, you know, your divine purpose and then like, you know, run with it. And so that it's just to me like, you know, as an observer, this is
4: really, you know, beautiful. Yeah, uh, I I mean I, I framed it in the form of a question, but I, I think the thing part of what I really value in the show is precisely <coughs> Um, that it does point towards, the it, it does needle you towards the tradition. I mean, it, it doesn't, unlike a lot of angry Muslims who basically are in a state of outrage against this, the tradition, um, Rami is, is it has an intuitive sense mm-hmm. that tra- the tradition remains relevant and important. Mm-hmm. And and, and, in fact, a lot of his problems is that he is struggling with failing that tradition. Um, but I think it's important to make it explicit because, it's, you know, the, the, the temptation is there to, to watch the show and to say, oh, well, this is, tells us how to be American Muslims. Sure. And, and I, I don't, that's not what I get from the show at all. Mm-hmm. It, it's not. Setting a model for how to be uh, how American Islam should be. No,
1: yeah, I don't, I don't, I mean, that's not the goal. It's, it's, it's uh, a portrait of how it is for some people, uh, but again, yeah, it's, it's, it's not, there's no conclusion reached of like this is correct and this is, you know, this is how it should be. And, and I think, like, too, as the show matures and as we get to make it more, and you know, I mean, I uh, first 10 episodes I ever made of anything, you know, (laughs) uh, you know, it's, it's like striving for clarity on a couple of these things too. And again, when I look back on it, I'm like, this is by no means like, uh, perfect. You know what I mean? It's, it's not, even when I like, I'm not even, I don't defend it so much as just explain it a little bit or, or some of the things, but, um, you know, the show can do a better job of it, too, and, and kind of growing into it and kind of understanding its tone. And, and so that's what, um, yeah, that's what I'm really excited about doing.
4: In, in growing up, have you had a lot of experiences with imams? Uh,
1: not a ton, no. I mean, I think, like, there was, like, my Sunday school imam, who's like, the scariest person on earth to me, <laughs> and then uh, uh, a little bit in, in college, uh, but not until really the last 2 years have i like had started to have like an intimate relationship with imam? I mean
4: I, this is uh, um, how do i put this the culture of imams is a gold mine of comedy <laughs> um, yeah it, a, a gold mine yeah. it, it, if i had any comedic sense i would have tapped into it but
1: um I think I think you're a, a better one for not t- having a comedic sense. Yeah. <laughs> I think when they do, they're all like Imams. On. I don't like I don't like Imams on Snapchat. I don't know. It makes me uncomfortable. It, it,
4: uh, but I, I mean, I, again, it struck me the the absence that you the, the you didn't tap into a lot of the absurdities of Imams in the show, yeah. and I and I wasn't sure if this is because just. You, you, it was a conscious choice to leave that out or because you have your writing the shows non-Muslims or um, I wondered about that and Mm. I didn't know how to feel about it I mean Mm -hmm. I didn't know whether to appreciate it or to to say God what a missed opportunity
1: well I think part of it there's two things there Uh, one is I mean Okay, one's a small comment you made about writing with non-Muslims. It is, 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 uh, I really, the final word on every script is mine. And really, a lot of the initial words on it, too. I mean, I'm brainstorming things, but it's like, when you build a mosque, you don't only have Muslim construction workers. And when you're making a show, you need people who know how to do story structure, guiding certain things and helping you with certain things. But, but in terms of details and stuff, um, it, you know, there's me who's you know this is who it's about and so that's like very much like the guiding thing of it and and, and I think to to say the room has to be all Muslims could it, it's just tough it's like a tough thing because it's like again we're all gonna have like really different experiences and to a place where like you might not even like reach what you need to reach again like we we, we celebrate the Eid on different days like like we, <laughs> we, we have these things like we can't get past sometimes and 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 Creativity trumps all and that's how I hire people and that's how I like build something is like I know I'm gonna be the guiding voice I'm gonna have the follow the, the final word on everything um, and, and that's a big part of the process and so uh, Even with TV you see a name on a, on a script even if you see it's just my name It's a lot of there's a lot of thoughts. There's a lot of people who go into it, but ultimately uh, the final say from like the literal typing to everything is mine on my show Um and, and that's to the credit of everyone who's credited there, who made the show better. You know, everyone I've worked with in season one, continue to in season two, really helped me get further into my own goals, you know. Like, it's all people working to help me get to, like, my priorities. Um, and then, in this, the humor of Imams, I think the issue that I had in going into it is that I didn't, I know there's nuances of funny, but I didn't really want to make fun of religious leaders, because then it just feels like, again, you start entering this territory of making fun of the religion. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I didn't want to be like, oh, man, all religious leaders are just kind of, like, full of it. Because then, like, you kind of start doing the thing that I hate, which is, like, it's almost expected to be like, oh, this imam says one thing, and then he does another thing. And it's kind of like, I don't know, like, that's not, I, I wanted, I want the responsibility and the problems and the issue to be on me. The, the person who is trying to be a good believer, who is a follower, who's doing all that. And so the there is a lot of really funny stuff with imams, but it I, I was afraid it would feel like pointing a finger at mm-hmm. the faith. And again, yeah, we wanna like point at certain things in our institutions and certain things that we need to like but those are like so nuancy that it's just mm. gonna feel like yeah. we're making fun of the religion. Like, yeah. from an outside perspective, like, if I'm someone who's not Muslim and I'm watching this show, like, I don't want people to just be like, oh, yeah, it was, you know, like, exactly. you know, it, yes. it just starts to feel kind of, re- I'm, af- I'm, I'm very afraid of it feeling reductive. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, definitely. Has, has your experience um, with doing the show and everything, like, I'm curious, and you know, if you don't answer this is fine, but like yeah. how it's affected your personal, like, faith, has it, you know, like, because you're focused on kind of how to communicate it and all yeah that kind of thing. yeah and you know and it's just like such a, a unique experience too. It's like you know a big responsibility, but it, I'm, I'm sure that it's made you question things and just, just how. Yeah,
1: to, it's, I mean, it's made me like need to be a better Muslim because I don't want to feel like I'm like profiting off of this. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to feel like I'm using this part of my life and this faith and 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 my identity to go and make stuff and and get a recognition and get all this stuff and then uh, the internal actual reality of it is rotting away you know so if anything it actually has motivated me to be um, to learn more and be engaged more and to to, to try and live up to my potential more because I I just like don't want to feel like a fraud you know because there's the part of me that actually just might be a fraud so at least I shouldn't I should try to avoid it as much as possible and so like that it's very much affected that yeah because I'm I I like okay if I'm gonna if talking about Islam is like raising the bar of my career (laughs) then it needs to be like also that bar needs to be being raised just like on a personal level and like how that happens for me is like that's the part I wouldn't talk about because it's like I I kind of want to have like it's so weird filming yourself praying you know it's a very it's like to such an intimate thing and it's something I battled with a lot and 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 I felt like again it would be better to show a character that is relatable who does it in a very relatable way you know we I tell the story a bunch but when we first uh, you know again you start with one episode we tested the pilot and the pilot goes to these test audiences and because it started at a mosque with Arabic being spoken uh, I think it was something, it was a very high number, it was like around 80% or something, I, I, something like that. Overwhelmingly thought it was a show tonally in the vein of Homeland, and was a show about no. terrorism. Yeah, Just yes. because it started in a mosque yeah. and because they heard Allahu Akbar and they like heard mm. all this stuff. So that, that is the, the um, that's the relationship that we have with someone saying Allahu Akbar and going like this. Yeah. So it was actually like really... Excruciating to me on a level where I was like, "Why? Like, I'm like feeling myself. This is like, this is the thing I do. Like, that's personal. And then now I'm like, trust me, it's not a big check, but like, I'm gonna get a check now for it. And 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 like, do this. It just feels weird. But I don't know. I just felt like I had to do it. I felt like like there's there's it's just the noise is too loud in the other direction. That's Mm -hmm. like someone has to do it. (laughs) Like it's it's gotta it's gotta be shown in a certain way. And and that has a lot of rippling effects on yeah, my personal relationship with it and my personal practice with it. But I, you know, like, hope, inshallah, it it points again towards it being better than than anything else.
0: I I read somewhere in one of the articles that you were praying at one of the the studios, and you were thinking, like, has anyone ever prayed, like, in Hollywood? I'm, like, just curious about some of the challenges you face as a practicing Muslim in Hollywood, you know, which other people, other, like, Muslims in there have described as, like, literally hell.
4: Yeah. We, we know uh, a, a guy that works in Hollywood. Cameron Pasha. Yeah. Uh, he, he described it as Jahannam. <laughs> yeah, he said he works in Jahannam. Uh, yeah. And, and, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it, it's very interesting. I, I also noticed that thing about Ukraine in the studio. Yeah. It's right
0: probably true. No one has ever probably put their, their head down in studio. Do.
1: You know, but the things I think people have, which, like, haven't talked about it. You know what I mean? And it's, like, it's, 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 I think that someone has. And I was just wanting to almost put out, like, the bat signal of, like, hey, who else? I mean, Mm -hmm. it's really, like, even, it's, and it, and it happened, right? It's, like, I made this thing, and then, you know, Mahershala called me, and he was, like, dude, where you been? (laughs) Like, I'm looking for, I've been trying to. He's like I've been praying in Hollywood for fifteen years. I didn't know who else was there, and so it, it it's really exciting because it because it is there are other people. It's just you know we don't know, and 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 so um, in terms of like have I felt weird about now? I mean it, it again. Like I I could be anything, right? So it's like people don't look at me certainly in a, in a at least didn't used to now they do, but didn't look at me with a certain cultural uh, you know idea attached. So it was kind of more of just, it was like uh, a little bit like being in the closet about it a little bit, you know, where, where I've been in LA for eight years and uh, a friend of mine, my friend Ari, who created the show with me actually was like, yeah, it took me like, he was like, it took me two years to realize how Muslim you actually were, (laughs) you know, it was probably like two years before I was like, 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 hey man, I got to go pray, you know, like I didn't lead with it. Uh, But again, this is a generational thing. Like Mm -hmm. I, it's cool now you know on on a level and 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 that's its own trap you know cuz yeah. you you don't want to just sit in anything like that it, it 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 should just remain the same regardless of what the weather is like uh, whether it seems cool whether it seems crazy whether it seems whatever which it'll go and fluctuate no matter what um but i happen to be standing on the timeline of the time where i don't have to change my name talking about it is well received and You know for that's where we're at now for all I know um you know the president we have now uh, does not just one but two more terms when he becomes king or whatever the goal is and then you know they start going back and finding people who are outspoken like you know and it could be a whole thing I don't know but I'll still be who I am but the time will change and so that that's the um yeah it's 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 I did not experience the uh Pressure of being it. It, it so and that's just yeah that's just the time
0: I mean it's so beautiful because I think a lot of people I mean a lot of the struggles that you try to convey you know are you know that people are can be so easily influenced by you know like okay I don't want to say that I'm Muslim or that I am mm. um, you remind me actually of one of the favorite scenes in in one of the episodes where you're with the, um, the Jewish woman mm. and then you tell her that you have to go pray and then she was you know she's like a party girl and all this sort of stuff but then ironically she really sort of admires you yeah, yeah, when you right. have to go out and pray yeah, and
1: yeah. that was like another that's a, yeah because yeah, i'm cool. gonna like start fasting ramadan and i'm like right. yeah we can't yeah we can't. which is funny it's a scene my mom loved. <laughs> she like actually really like that scene she's like yeah you know you're doing something wrong but then you knew and so you stop uh <laughs> the that's, 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 that's like her, her ability idea. you know yeah. it's like her like i'm like mom but i did the thing like two episodes ago she's like, oh no you're good, you're good. Yeah, so,
0: yeah yeah, yeah. How, what, how are we doing on time? Yeah. Oh, so we should leave some time for yeah. Q and A. Yeah. 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 So, so, did anybody write any questions? Or um, and we've been so engaged in the conversation that um. Okay, I don't know. So now I don't think anybody. Oh, the note
2: is still here, so. We'll okay. No one well, well, we'll let, do let's again. do this.
0: Why don't yeah. we? You know what we typically do we'll to try stick. and con- condense time is we have like you know two or three people ask their question yeah, and let you answer. So please. does yeah. anyone have a, a, a question? Okay, let's let's go this way. Go ahead, Amir.
2: Yeah, I, I thank you so much. I I, I really enjoyed uh, hearing your ideas and uh, your flexibility when it comes to uh, dealing with the conflicts or contradictions between a, a world of definitives, everything is said and and told and ruled on, and the the world of. Uh, you know, unknowns or mm, trajectories or, or or new issues to which maybe we need to find a rule or a, a ruling or a, a, a definition. How do you personally uh, deal with it? You, you're um, uh, surrounded by both mm. realms of unknowns and knows, or at least to the level that every you know young man like you would be in um, knowing some about the religious rulings and facing encountering all these uh... occasions and possibilities to mm, contravene or you know go through or yeah. ignore or not I'm, I'm i'm not asking for personal que- uh, t- experiences i'm asking about your thoughtful approach to this matter because every one of our young members in the community, in our families have, has this yeah. you know, um, dichotomy in front of him or her and they are grounded in their families moral uh, foundations on the other hand they go out with friends They live in the real world, and they want to sort of balance them out or try to find a justification or explanation. I'm not asking about your personal experience. I'm asking about your thoughts about how... Yeah. One would, you know... Yeah.
1: Well, the thing is, I actually can only answer my personal experience. Oh, I can't, that's fine. I, can't, I mean, because, it's yeah, all I can't, up can't, to you. Yeah, because I can't, I can't really... I would never want to give a thought on how anyone should do it because I don't right. know what I'm talking about other than... Like, my, the limit of what I know is, like, so narrow. And much narrower than even you would imagine uh, how little <laughs> I know. Uh, and, and so... Uh, and I don't... I'm not even saying that. Like, it's just the truth. Uh, it... To me, I just look at the what you said was really interesting, between you kind of have the family and you, you maybe have the um, rulings, you have faith, you have all these things, and then you also go out and you're in the real world. And, and, and I think the, uh, the part about the real world is really what's interesting, because it, 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 um, it's kind of about, like, constantly framing, like, what is real? What is the real world? You know, like, and, and, and how do you calibrate, you know, yourself to a place where you can see reality for what reality is and what it's mm-hmm. not, and then we're constantly tricked by what is real and what's not real, and I think that's what I go through, it's what a lot of people go through, it's what this character goes through, and so I kind of am constantly just testing my life of, like, when am I actually seeing reality for what reality is, or when am I just, like following only my desires and only my ego and and what helps keep what in check and so even if I think about any regrets I have like for my making this show my past like anything like I the only thing I wish I did different was that I kept if I had kept all my prayers and like drank more water. Like that's literally it. Like I, I literally feel like if I keep all my prayers and I drink water, uh, like I'm fine. Like I, 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 I start that. seeing reality mm-hmm. for what reality should be, and then I start doing like the the, the right. things I'm supposed to do. When I feel like I'm chasing just like my ego, or whatever, I'm always like I haven't prayed and I'm thirsty, I didn't drink. Like I did not drink water for like for like like the whole day and, and I find myself in this situation that is
0: insane. I'm lot. that's great. Okay, sorry. That's I, I should like <laughs> a couple people. So Anthony, and then Adol and then we'll go that way. So why don't we have a couple of questions first, and then? It
6: like I'm, uh, I'm actually, um, I actually wanted to say that um, I initially wasn't going to watch your show because, um, I guess I'm a I'm a black convert, and so yeah. I have a different experience with Islam and with this country. Um, but I actually ended up watching it. And one of the things that struck me was, um, as someone that's kind of paradoxically, like, an outsider, because, like, the whole issue of race is pretty subtle for me, <laughs> right? Like, you turn on the news, like, oh, yeah, I'm totally black. Yeah. Walking the message, oh, I'm totally black. <laughs> um, so it's interesting for me to see, like, a dramatization of, like, of kind of the things that, uh, I guess, are are paradoxically, for me, like, external, because, like... I'm not at the same time one of you, but I am also because I'm Muslim. And so like I guess one of my favorite scenes was when the character that's Rami's mother picks up the black girl. Yeah. If, if the Uber, she's yeah. talking about like the hair. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was just like, you know, you know, damn, like that's in that one little scene like he he totally sort of got like even though like I guess you Told me you're gonna, you told us you're gonna talk about race in the next season. Mm. Like, that was a little piece of it there. Mm-hmm. One of the things I wanted to ask is, um, is, I guess, one of the things that I'm, I wouldn't say concerned, but a question I had was, it's not necessarily about representation, but more so, I kind of have a fear as a black Muslim of the black Muslim narrative being sort of overwritten. Yeah. Not, I guess, overwritten by the sort of immigrant experience because, I mean, let's face it Overwritten them. or overridden?
1: Like overrided?
6: yeah. basically. Okay, overridden. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. overridden. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah,
6: yeah. Um, because as you were saying, like you know, there are white passing black people. Like I have some in my family, but like sure. most of us aren't. And so there's a kind of there's a there's a there's an element of race that makes it and class that makes it a lot easier for the immigrant community to tell its stories mm-hmm. than you know than than blacks. Uh, even like, I think I've, I can't remember what someone just said that, uh, something about, uh, you know, you being a pioneer, but I'm like, in my head, I was thinking, you know, but there have been a slew of black comedians, Muslim comedians that have been around for a while and Mm. they're just forgotten Mm. because they're black and they're not white passing or they're not out Mm. or Mm. whatever. And so that's a, a really salient fear that I have of our stories, uh, being selectively appropriated and then, or even completely overridden by the fact that you know we're not light skinned mm-hmm. and we have kinky hair or whatever. Yeah, or in my case, no hair. Yeah, so, but I appreciate. I is I appreciate it. Thank you so much. No, yeah. I mean, I and, on, and, once
0: again, um, before you answer, just to get more in. I'm sorry about that. Oh, um, so Otto, okay. we're gonna have two a couple okay. questions, if that's okay. Well, my question was more for Dr. Hunt, so Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Cool. Uh, yeah, just to to that you know the it's weird man because it's like press and so it's like yeah. it's like there's this press of like like you read an article and they're like it's revolutionary it's trailblazing it's all this stuff and I'm like I I mean I didn't say any of that yeah. um, it's also like yeah sure I'd rather hear that than this is unwatchable <laughs> or like what is what is happening here um, to me the only part of this that I would ever claim. Like and any anytime anything came out of my mouth of me, I'm doing something i haven't seen yeah. or any or something that I feel is like first or whatever it might be is uh leading with the practicing believing spiritually um aspirational yeah. characters, which I hadn't seen in stand up and I hadn't seen in on film in a way that uh, wasn't in that category of like mm-hmm. you yeah. know straight to v h s kind of thing and uh that that is the only thing that um, I felt like we were bringing to the table in terms of like something feeling uh, proprietary, but not—it's not even proprietary. But it's just like just leading with it was the was the thing that I wanted to do, um, and and even like when Grace was just mentioning, you know, probably no one else prayed on that lot, and I'm like, no, I know they did. Like I I want to find them. You know what I mean? And 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 I know that there's this history of people who uh, are black and Muslim that like it's it's like just not you know uh it doesn't get its light in the way that it does it, it should it's something we're talking about now that we you know in our second season that we're going to cover yeah. but it won't be enough it's just like it, i know it won't be like it, we again we're only going to have another just 10 episodes yeah. and again that's not the lead character you know what i mean like we 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 uh it it needs yeah, this no, is something that needs this, its own show. I, don't think it's its own... On you. I think it's No, no, no. It's I know it's a community, it's so a don't community thing, but no, I know. Yeah. But but like, it, it's really important to bring up, yeah. and and I and I really respect the point, and and it's something that like, I so okay. This is when I was in. Um, I didn't really meet Black Muslims until I went to college, and and I used to think all Black Muslims were like uh, Elijah Muhammad, like pre. Malcolm going to Mecca, uh, like that's the only category of black like that's what I used to think. I thought that until I was like eighteen. That's how sheltered I was to to knowing that. And then I went to college and then I came here, and like you and I and I like learned more. So these problems are like so in our community. It's like so a thing that like we don't uh, ever talk about. and And so the light that we're gonna shine on it through our show is, is a bit more it's again, it's from the perspective of this Arab community realizing that they don't know, but that also isn't, it's just not going to be enough. And, and I, um, yeah, I share your, I share your feelings. I share your fear. I should share your fear for black people in general. Like I, I, one of the things I hate most that Arabs do is be like, yo man, we're the new, it's it's, stop. (laughs) Shut the, like, no, like we're not, we're we're not. And, and, and um, any assignment of that or any, you know, um, conflation of that is, is very frustrating. Um, yeah, so I,
6: yeah, I hear you. Thank you. I, don't uh, I just was curious here from you, Dr. Khalid, what the Islamic tradition has said about the role of art in societies generally in, over the course of time, and where a show like Rami falls on that spectrum, you know, a show that depicts sin in the way that it does and without having that straight-to-VHS kind of tone to it where it
3: preaches where does a show like
4: that fall on that spectrum and what is that spectrum even? You know, uh, it's... Um, you know, this is a, a, might be an odd association for a lot of people, but um, when I saw uh, the, the show, and other than the prayer part, uh, maybe after the prayer and the last I, 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 it reminds me of throughout the Islamic tradition, there was a a, a very active um uh, uh, tradition of poets. Yeah. The medium was poetry, and the Dude, poetry, some of those poets... The, the, yeah, I know what you were reading, that, yeah. man.
1: That's, <laughs> that, that's, yeah, that, that comes I up, have categories yeah, of their own. Up, yeah, sure yeah alive, man, I've seen those poems.
4: I mean, <laughs> uh, you Not know, erotica, but yeah. there is also poetry that is struggling with fate, struggling with desire. I mean, and it, it it's amazing because it's. And um, what always amazed me about this whole tradition is its biting honesty. In, in the same way we have Sufi poetry that is so pious that when you read it, you just feel worthless. You feel, I am a horrible Muslim. I can never live up to that. Oh, my God. I mean, the, 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 this person literally has seen Allah. Uh, what the hell am I? But then you go and you read this poetry that really, like, uh, um, uh, uh, you know, it says, uh, that I, I saw death a meaningless arrow, whoever it strikes dies, and whoever it misses. I mean, he's struggling with the, the very idea of death. So, I you know on the one hand, it's very easy for imams to condemn the honesty of that show and to say bad Muslim haram uh, but in doing that we're also if the the reason the Islamic civilization thrived is that it didn't try to engineer and 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 run human beings like a military commander does. And when imams try to become these hegemonic social engineers, they'll invariably fail, invariably fail. And so it's, you're just a modern form of poetry. No, I mean yeah, I would argue
1: that like yeah, like at that time those poets when those poems came out that that was way more popular than Hulu like 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 people were yeah that 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 is it's 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 huge for the time yeah it's huge for the time and I was talking about this with with my sheikh and and you know there there were you know a lot of feedback on the show of like you know oh this is made for America or this is made for the white gays or whatever it might be but the denouncing of discussing gaze. these things. Yeah, wait white, for the white gays. Yeah, yeah. gays. Yeah. <laughs> 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 sure although although the other, it might have been made for the, the other, they're, G- they're yeah. a huge <laughs> fan base. Uh, I, just, I hear from them all the time. Yeah, they're great people, they love the show. Um, <laughs> but the, yeah, the, this, um, I've heard this criticism of like, oh, this show is just made for white people. Um, but but the truth is, is, is almost the response to it uh, and this idea that it can't exist ignores our tradition, mm-hmm. which is that art has existed, that has gone even further, um it ignores that tradition and what it actually practices is what is almost like a a little bit of like a, a, a Christian interpretation of Islam. Right. So so it's it's yeah. Yeah. actually the, the like
4: puritanical the, Yeah, puritanical
1: yeah. so it's like the denunciation of it is performed more in the white gaze than, or the the white perspective, whatever you want to call it, than the actual piece itself, yeah. and, and 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 the way the place the criticism is coming from, uh, ignores our tradition.
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, I won't name the sheikh because all of you, well, he's, he passed away now. But um, when I was, uh, um, I was a. Uh, 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 and I wasn't the norm, by the way. I mean, I, uh, uh, in my in Egyptian society, I was a minority, and the minority was a very good Muslim. But, you know, a, a Muslim going on the straight path who is very, doesn't do haram stuff, doesn't, doesn't want to go out to do, uh, uh, um, what, what is it called, um, where all the ka, uh, kabbalah are. The clubs and stuff? Like yeah, the Kamerahat, the, 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 cab- cab- uh, the, uh, the Shara'al, shara'al r- yeah, kab- like, Haram. No, Shara'al Haram, yeah, Haram. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, when you grow up, all all the kids in your school... That was nice they,
1: how you pretended not to know the name of the street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you even know, know, know what it's you, called. You, you, oh, you, you, man, yeah. I never went. I you don't know this. Yeah. Yeah. It's a
4: good detail. The 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 performance of piety, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to perform piety. You're doing great, yeah. So... But you know, you 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 can't uh, you can't expose the uh, the performance. Yeah, you know, it's like a, like a heckling audience. Right? Okay, so okay, so yeah. So uh, what's that street? That street? Yeah, that you you know. Yeah, yeah. The, the I don't know. And then you have your friends. You know, they're all interested in. But I actually have a chef who said, you know, if you don't, if if Allah has created you that way where your impulses that I he assigned Abu Nawas and tons of these naughty poets to to give you a sense of real life
3: mm-hmm. and,
4: and I mean to take away the stint of um, the puritanical or to try moderate the puritanical stint of you and and I and I often fear for American Islam that is in institutions that it has nothing to do with the life of our youth. Mm-hmm. That You know, we, we, uh, you go to the mosque, we, we give wonderful khutbahs, uh, and, and, and then, but it, you don't find your age group in the masajid, and you, you don't find them tearing in our khutbahs, sitting there. In fact, a lot of times, if, if your know, age group exists in the khutbahs, they're, they're falling asleep during the khutbah, yeah. and they're absent during Sunday programs. And so I'd much rather live I much rather struggle with the real world of Rami than live in a false paradigm that is so sanitized, but it has very little to do it. And, and meanwhile, I mean, one of the things I've wondered why, I know so many Muslims your age who grow up and they say, oh, my parents are Muslim. Yeah, We're yeah. not Muslim anymore. Yeah. And, and I, I, I wish... I knew the secret formula that, because I much rather, the secret formula that kept you Muslim, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, do you know that secret formula? I
1: don't know, (laughs) my my dad is like, he plays mind tricks, like he, he like, uh, he, he, I remember him doing this thing where he was, he, he was like, look, my job is to show you Islam, and you're going to do whatever you want. And he just kind of like walked out of the room. And I was like, whoa, that's cool. Like, like, he, made, like, like he did something where he was like, it's my job to choose, And then you decide or whatever. And I don't know. I mean, it, it, it worked. Maybe it worked. But, but truly, like, I can't even. It's like I'm always giving my parents credit. I love my parents. But I can't even. I just remember praying and, and being like, this is where I feel the best. That's really what, to me, the connections connection prayer. Like, even, like, over anything. Just being like, this is where I feel something more than I feel anything, and so that, that, um, I don't know, I don't know how to
0: how, how put is, anything on what, that. How old were you when you started to pray, and were you always consistent with prayer?
1: Uh, I would be, like, like, I mean, I'd go, like, back and forth, but I mean, you know. But you
0: always came back. Yeah, yeah, not
1: to get into the nuances of it, but yeah, it, it, it was, yeah, and, and now, you know, struggle, you know, like, um, again, that's probably what I, like, regret most about the first season, is that, like, the stretches where you're, like, going crazy and working, and then you don't, keep all your, pr- it's like, mm. that's, that's, um, so an active struggle, but always, yeah, always going back and always kind of knowing.
0: Let's get my okay, questions. Okay, last few questions. Okay, let's, uh, go ahead. Uh, sure.
7: Uh, so I have a question for Rami about, um, the, the burden of representation and, and whether it's like a double-edged sword, because I see a real tension between what you set out to do, which is to, to tell the m- story of a Muslim's moral struggle, um, and correct me if I'm wrong about that, but. But then there's this other thing that you have to do in order to do that, which is um, representation, where you have to, okay, to talk about these types, of Muslims, you have to talk about women, you have to talk about, which is representation is obviously important. But it's a battle you can't win because, like you said, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. always something you're going to leave out. Yeah, yeah. And furthermore, it's 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 a battle that you you wouldn't have to deal with if your character were Jewish or or Christian, and they, it was their moral struggle. Yeah. Uh, and then on the on the other hand, there's also this like trend in Hollywood where representation is seen as like the end and not the beginning. Like, like you can have a film like Aladdin and it can be championed because, oh, like Muslims consulted on it. But it's the same Orientalist tropes, and now you just have like brown characters played by brown actors, and that's great. But, but like, I guess my question to you is like, what have you learned from trying to balance that that tension, and like, how? What advice would you give to Muslim creators who want to follow in your footsteps? Because mm. this has to change at some point, right? Mm. Uh, that that tension.
1: Yeah, um, I think there's a lot of right now. There's a lot of opportunities of how to make work and how to get work out there, and and I think that you've seen it with a lot of other groups when, they, when there's a show and, and let's say like removing whites. So let's say you have a black families show. You know, there's various tones. There's Atlanta, super weird, and there's blackish. You know, and and I feel like our show just fits a certain category, and I feel like there's a lot of other tones that can be struck that take these issues from a lot of different angles. You know, um, Aziz I'm sorry, I did a Ramadan episode. Mm-hmm. I remember I watched it, and I was like, well, that's not my Ramadan. Right. I want to make something that I think would be more interesting when we watch Ramadan. People watch my Ramadan episode, and they'll say, I don't know what that was. I want to make my Ramadan episode. So it's like, th- this is... We we have a lot of opportunities. I think we're going to have a lot of at-bats. I don't think it's... And, and I think merely from the place of there's just going to be... There's just all these places right now that want to make shows. So there's just like... It's, it's just like... And they make the same show four times anyway, regardless. And there's no reason why we can't be part of that conversation. Um, that's on one end. And then in terms of, like, the advice that I would give... Uh, I would give this advice to anyone, but I would especially give this advice to Muslims who are making stuff, which is uh, be really careful with... be really careful with anticipating or or letting what you think other people are are gonna think affect the work, and be really careful with when you do make something and you have it go out uh, letting the criticism seep into how you make what you make Uh, because the, the voices on Twitter like I would, and I would get really specific now and say, like, if you're trying to please Muslim Twitter, don't. Yeah. There's no point. It's a 100 people. It's maybe a thousand. Like it, it's, not, it's just so not all Muslims. Like in the same and, and I'm not equating them. I'm not saying they're terrorists, but t- t- <laughs> terrorists are not all Muslims. Muslim Twitter is not all Muslims. There are things that have been said about me and my show and my stand up and all those things that uh, if I actually like took them to heart, I wouldn't make anything. You know, I would and I, I really genuinely like I like have looked at them and I like laugh at them and and I actually send some of them to my friends and my friends will send them to me and, and we'll like joke about them. And I I'm, like, feel very blessed to be able to have that levity around it. And of course, there are moments where like it seeps in and you're like, oh, man, like this doesn't feel good. But I guess the advice I would give is it's going to be okay and don't try and make something to please people online because you won't. If, if it's your main goal and then you put it out and then you don't please the people online, you're going to be so upset because you didn't make the thing you really wanted to make. You tried to engineer something for praise and you tried to engineer something for this community that is faceless, literally. And you you didn't do the thing that you wanted to do and and so for me part of doing this and part of it receiving certain levels of criticism that it's gotten like i was really glad to and i've had i've had uh muslim women who who wear the scarf who are comedians and stand-ups who have come up to me and thanked me and said yo bro thanks for taking the bullet like (laughs) because whatever i put out is not going to get as much hate as whatever you put out and i was like yeah You got it. Like, like, go, go do the thing and don't worry about what people are going to say. Don't worry about any of that stuff. Again, I have friends who look for it and, and say, if there's something about the show and they're like, yo, you got to fix this. You got to work on that. Of course. But like, as a creator, you're going to be self-correcting anyway, because you watch your thing, you know, you watch it. I watched my whole series four days before everyone else watched the whole thing. Right? Like in before that, you're in the process, you're editing, you're editing episode ten while you're episode episode two and you're kind of like scattered all over the place. The first time I sat down and like watched the whole thing and saw what I made, four days later everyone got to do that. And actually it leaked, so everyone in Egypt had already like, <laughs> It's like a bunch of Egyptians being like, Yo, dude, this dude's in Egypt, man, this guy's I'm like, How did you know? Like, how did you watch the the thing? So it um that'd be my advice is to just like not make things for that and, and again, I actually I don't have any disrespect towards Muslim Twitter. I actually think great things come out of Twitter. I, uh, maybe I don't know. I don't know how you feel about the Egyptian Revolution, but I, I, I do think that it's, there's a lot of good things that can happen. But um, it can't be the barometer, you know, the, the, because real people, I'm not calling them fake, but I'm just talking about the people you really interact with, are they don't have time to be on Twitter. They don't have time to sit and and type a thread that goes 100, they don't have time to write an article. They're busy, they're working, they're living their lives, they have two jobs, they're struggling with a thing, and they turn it on, and I hear from those people. I hear from people who write me an email, and they're like, yo, I never write an email, but I had to write you an email, you know? And, mm-hmm. and, and I see people on the street, and I see people at the mosque, and I see people at all these places where if I only read Twitter, I would be like, oh my God, every Muslim hates me, and then if I like stepped out into the world, I'm like, oh my god, wait! People are like really responding to this, and it's really important to like have that calibration because right? that that's the one thing that I would say because our, our community is not you know the same as other communities. And how, do do a lot of people watch these videos? <laughs> <laughs> Which would you? The, the, the videos you guys make because I'm going to say something. I don't know if a lot of people watch. I'm going to say it anyway. I'm going to say it anyway. Yeah. So look, like, I, I, I would say... What you're
4: saying about it applies so completely. But, but the, to, to this this point, and, and, and yeah, Grace, yeah. maybe you
1: could speak to this. This is something I think the Asian community did an amazing job with. They all rallied around Crazy Rich Asians and they were like, this is good. They don't feel that way. But they, they, <laughs> they, they, they said they did.
5: Because yeah.
1: they were like, let's just say it was good and then they're going to make more stuff. Muslims don't do that. We don't yeah. support each other. We're like, that guy's got to get in the ground. Like he's, that's not us. That's so not whatever. Like we don't, that's not how our community like reacts to stuff. Yeah. And I, I respect everyone in the cast of Crazy Rich Asians and everyone did a good job, but they, they don't, you know what I mean? They're not like shooting each other down the way that we do. You know, like we're just like, that guy's got to end and this one. And, and it's like, it's almost like we're silencing ourselves before we can speak. You know, like there's, there's no, so we do a lot of the work. So it's like, it's, it's, it's even this perception of, oh man, does, does the white network allow Muslims to talk, and it's like Muslims don't allow Muslims to talk. Like we don't even have like a, our own echo chamber is like flawed, and so that that's the thing that I would say is very specific to our community that we have to be really careful about.
2: We all
8: are brutal with each other.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a really really important, did, did you have? I know we have. Yeah, no, the.
8: That's the, gonna keep going The comment I was gonna make was actually this stuff fits nicely into it. Uh, when I was watching the show initially, the first few episodes. I realized that one reaction I was having was kind of like my er, my inner uncle was coming out. Like, this is not the way we're supposed to be showing Muslims on TV. We have one shot. He's ruined the shot we have. And I'm like, wait, why am I? I started to interrogate that feeling. They're like, why am I putting that onus on him? And why am I reacting this way? And I started to think that, like, you know, when, when we growing up in you know, our social level when the Twin Towers happened, you you watch these things and you, know, you kind of over the last you know three generations, three decades almost, I've <coughs> kind of internalized the fact that. When the TV says Muslims are X and Y and Z, defensively, we're always like, no, Muslims are not X, Y, and Z, we're ABC, we're this, we're great at things. And then we kind of our defensive and reactive to being like, we, we follow the same trap The we, like, we are this, we are that. And I'm like, Rami is just some dude, and we should allow the story to be manifest itself and show it, and not put that pressure of like, this is how we're supposed to be acting. Yeah. And then, you know, convic- you know we were touching on things of like boring television and stuff like that, but I thought I just want to make that comment, of the, tra- the trap. I found myself yeah. falling into when I'm trying to also, you know, try to, like, you know, not fall in these traps all the time. And I'm like, all oh, right, I just did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, also our other representation is, like, the news. And I feel like my show is definitely a bit better than that. I mean, at least a little. A little yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Comes close. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Did you have a question later? Um,
9: sure, it might be, like, more of a reflection for, for all of us for the future. But something that we talk about... A lot here, Dr. Rolf talks about a lot, is like um, the the essence of our faith is social justice, and like that's kind of our calling as Muslims. And to me, like, I try to keep in mind truth is beauty is justice. And um, another thing is like the that came up in your comment the disengagement of youth and what to do about that. And the, and uh, um, so, I've been thinking about this, and like, in the context of what you did, like. Uh, again, I'm like the exact same age. I was also 11 at that time. Um, when it came to like law school, do something else, time, I really wanted to go to law school, and I did because I wanted to learn about social justice, like for whatever reason. Um, but you know, where we are, however many years later, um, doing something where you are more called to art and and living that truth, perhaps has done like a lot more for social justice. So Curious about Dr. Bufal's perspective, um, perhaps your perspective, but maybe something just to think about for all of us um, about like not necessarily maybe our like proselytizing role and also our you know how to treat the next generation. For me, I didn't come up going to Sunday school or anything like that. Like I found my Islam late, later in life, um, and when I hear like oh we need to engage the youth or do do something like that. I, I don't, I don't know how much I, um, think about that the right way to do this, it because it does feel like Islam is such a personal thing. So, I don't know if I'm thinking about like, what to keep in mind for myself, advice either if y'all have, or just something for all of us to think about like, um, between trying to do things that are like, overtly and clearly in furtherance of social justice, or in furtherance of, um, Islamophobia or whatever versus like just kind of following our calling if it's comedy or art or something else it might like just cir- circuitously lead us to um, creating something beautiful in the world um, what how to like keep our what, what we're all thinking about and keeping our compass aligned toward like the right north star
4: That's for you, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, you know, I, I really take to heart the hadith of the Prophet, uh, that Allah facilitates, if you're true to yourself and you listen to your conscience, Allah facilitates your path, which is uniquely yours. And I, I take the hadith really to heart because. There has to be a reason why Allah created me with any sense of uh, no sense of humor whatsoever, and and then Allah creates someone like Rami, who is able to laugh. I mean, I'm much better at crying than than <laughs> laughing. You know, that's my talent. And and there has to be a wisdom. There has to be a reason, and 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 I think for me to not take the practice of law as as a social cause would be a betrayal of who I am. So, I mean, when I work, take on these cases that where I go out and I litigate on part of people who've had their human rights violated, and I do it out of a sense of my Islamic conviction, and I believe that that is my salah. I mean, well, of course I do salah, but I when I vindicate someone or speak on behalf of someone who has their rights violated, I actually very literally feel closer to Allah. I I feel that Allah smiles upon me, that Allah comforts me, but at the same time, it would be completely absurd if I expect that from an artist who's dramatist to get in touch with their own true emotions. And and in fact, what I the way I, I see this as part of Allah's tapestry, is I look at what Ravi does and then I always think to myself, how, what are the ways that I can build upon what he presented in my quest for social justice? In what ways can I cite episodes? In, which, in what ways can I cite narratives? Can I even <coughs> borrow jokes and Retold them badly, uh, you know, and and I think that, that where where you make sense of, of, you know, when Allah tells us in the Quran that Allah made you different, different, and you will remain different, and that is part of why Allah created you is difference. You know, you either say, yeah, yeah, we're, we're different, okay, fine, or you actually take it to heart, and and everything in life has just taught me that the the, the diversity is part of the beauty, and. Uh, you know, and not everyone, even not everyone that goes to law school would expect them to be a social justice fighter because some students seem to have an enormous talent for making money, and some students seem to just have no patience for the stock market or tax law or corporation law, and, and they excel in everything they have to do. So I go to the people that Allah has given a gift to making money and tell them, okay, fine, support me. It, it, do you want to fill? You play part of your tapestry. Is God, God has allowed to make money now, enable people like Rami and people like me to exist? Um, that's how it has to work. I, I mean, I, I don't think Allah creates someone and then says, "Be something else other than I created you." It, it's unjust.
0: May I make
4: a of it? It's it's obviously because we're sorry uh, we, uh, we're we, out
0: of time, but we have uh, just to have let someone else have no I,
4: We we promised you that we, okay we'd finish promptly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah,
3: just yeah. I no, Dr. Faldon, um, If I may ask you a, 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 to to weigh in on a question that I, I've been wondering about for a while, and it's a very unique uh, conversation between a scholar of the law, but also a rusuli and a comedian and an artist. Um, Robbie and I are friends, we've talked about these, some of these questions, but I'd be very interested to hear your take. You know, I have a thesis that um, there, the, the law and the and the, 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 the um, are, are basically at the precipice of having to confront an important modern question, which is whether or not acting is a, basically a valid profession. If it is, then why shouldn't there be a rukhsa for discharging your work the same way there are Muslim male uh, OBGYNs, for example? Mm. They engage in something which is sharaan, vahiran, completely haram, Mm. but on an exception basis because there's a medical need and a valid valid profession. They take advantage of this rukhsa, if you will. The same could be said for an actor. If Rami has to be on camera kissing a woman because it's part of his role in a show, it's vahiran haram. But perhaps there's an exception. But this can only be given by a proper fatwa, by a mufti. Could you imagine an emerging area of such uh, law and legal thinking? And if so, who should be pioneering that? How can that be brought Would that be a good thing? Would that be a bad thing? <laughs> <laughs> You're asking for a
0: fatwa? <laughs> well, not, no, man. Just do, it, just, do it. Not, <laughs> just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just on. You made a good
4: point. I'm not <laughs> to give a fatwa, but. <laughs> but I'll say this. Sorry. This is fiqh I mean, this is the. Uh, the nazi'la, the, 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 the real nazi'la, is that. Uh, English translation, please. Uh, 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 ch- tough issues of law that don't have a precedent that you can just ride on. Because uh, lawyers or jurists look for precedents and you connect to a precedent and you ride on it. But when there are no precedents, you know, it it is embarrassing that in this day and age, and we're still talking about Islamic law and its position on acting, because theater, while while Muslim jurists were aware of theater in the Greek tradition, drama had died all over the world for a long time between the Greeks and Shakespeare. And it and what the art form that they contended with was architecture and drawings and and poetry and there's a lot of fatella <coughs> on that. But drama <coughs> didn't come into the into the life of the Muslim world until colonialism. Practically writing on the cocktail of colonialism. And it, it, I don't think drama needs a special rukhsa as as a necessity. I think drama is a completely legitimate art form. Now, within the d- drama, there are some really tough things. Like, I noticed that Rami's show didn't have nudity. There were several occasions where you could have had. Yeah. Uh, and, and I I respected that because I wouldn't be prepared to say nudity is OK. I cringe when I see a kiss. Now, of course, I, I'm going to tell you the naughty thing is that I can point to several occasions in the Islamic tradition, even literalist jurists like Ibn is and Mama, when, you know, say, OK, go ahead and kiss her, and the sin is on me. Meaning, you know the story, right? Yeah. The, 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 if I would deal with the issue of a fatwa, I, I would not want to open the doorway so that, you know, people can... Because the minute you say uh, kissing is okay, then you could end up with... But people are going to kiss yeah, yeah. anyway. I mean, whether, whether you say, whether you issue a fatwa in support or not. So it's, a, it's how you negotiate the, the, the status of the law. Do you, do you want the law to become marginalized and ignored in real life? Or do you want the law to, to remain relevant, and and these are I mean I, I, these are really challenging issues, as challenging as when Ronnie has to sit there and think, well, you know, to what extent am I representing Muslims, and who, who are the Muslims that I'm really representing? Um, what I'll tell you is when when I see a show like Ronnie's I sincerely, from all my heart, I actually do included you in my du'a, right? <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> I, I, you. I, I say, you know, I pray to Allah, okay, whatever sins might have been committed, please forgive them because I believe what, the, the greater good exceeds the sins that have been committed. And I and and so I and I wish the other Muslims would the way they can support it, is to sincerely have the attitude of Rami or our son. I mean, in the same way that my son, I ask Allah. I know that my son didn't live his life as a as a as as a model Muslim. Uh, like all human beings, he struggled. So. And I do du'a sincerely for my son. May Allah please forgive whatever he's done and look to the goodness in his heart because he's a beautiful human being. The same du'a I do for Rami. And I pray that other Muslims have that attitude so that we can nurture our artists, so we can celebrate our artists, and we can tell our artists, we love you. You know, we, we love the fact that you humanize us and... Other without you, we'd be just demonized, as we always are. But they need to feel loved, not vilified. So I love you, Rami. <laughs> <laughs> I would kiss you, but
1: it's Ramadan. And on that note, I think that's a great place <laughs> to end. Thank you so much.
4: Thank you Thank so you.
5: very much. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> and may Allah bless your parents, especially. I, that, that's what I always think of your parents, by the way. Oh, and no, and no, I, no. I, And, I, and, I, and may, oh, you know, they, they've done a wonderful job. Do you have sisters
1: I have a younger sister. Yeah.
4: yeah they, they've done a wonderful job. I mean, whenever I see you being that like is. Immediately, so it tells me more about their parents. It tells me about
9: the land. We have
0: some parting gifts
4: for you. So oh my God! Oh, merch. <laughs> t see the shirt. Oh, yeah, great. Like fresh off. These oh man, so this, this is Usuli creep. creep. Yeah, I so
0: like the it agent it? for change, seeker of beauty, lover of justice, example of mercy, kindness practitioner, critical thinker, spiritual elevationist, Muslim.
1: Amazing. Oh, I love it. So, Thank you. Yeah, Thank, for thanks, everyone, us. for coming. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you.
4: Thank you. Thank you. I, I think we have made a little bit of, of, of American history here, because normally uh, scholars and and artists don't engage in a type of conversation. <laughs> they're, they're and and I and I think it's really it's it's, it's so badly needed. And, and the more there is of it, the more you feel supported, and I feel supported. So, and and I think that's uh, you know because you're absolutely right. I mean, you know that uh, Grace's family had the same precise attitude that we described towards that movie, yeah. uh, crazy rich Asians. You know, they're like you know, it's like it's not us, but we're going to support it. We're anyway. going to support it. Yeah. And 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 I, you know, we don't have that. It's just really a shame. Uh, why do, why don't I just support it?